Do you cry at night knowing that you'll never be able to watch another women's basketball game? Oh my god. It's a sucky situation because I did f with Logan. You're putting your money on Dylan Dennis. You're putting 100k. I want to help help those two people out. <laughs> the second bulletproof vest cup with ARs come on rollerblades. What the f did you just <laughs> say? How do, how do you say niggas in Paris in French? <laughs> I'm not saying that. Going saying. With this, don't do it. We were doing it at night. You're not supposed to do that because that's when predators come out. That YouTuber? <laughs> EDP comes up. <laughs> Most nervous I've ever been doing a video. Yeah, he talked about it on Flagrant, but like he left out so many parts. Yeah. Like, So explain your side of things. Welcome back, guys. This is a very, very exciting day. Before we jump into today's podcast with Gideon, I also wanted to celebrate with you guys the drop of the clothing line, The Heart of David. I asked God, give me the heart of David. Honestly, I'm not patient. The devil getting frustrated. The weed is making me lazy. A generation full of babies. Honestly, I can't take it. You know? Yeah, that is that's the heart of David line. It's the church boy drop. Uh, guys, to be honest, is I just been on this new journey, and I and I thought it was time that I I created something that really symbolized what I'm doing, and what I'm doing is I'm walking with God. And so, uh, if you guys are into church boy or the heart of David line, please go to the link, get yourself some merch, and uh, enjoy today's episode of Chidia. Whatever y'all do, this you guys have creative control. Okay, so we can talk about anything. Anything. All right, so the word on the street is that you're a two-faced bitch. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're getting straight into it. No, no, we'll circle back to that face. We'll circle back to that face. Um, I, I, what I want to do is I do want to get into everything that you've got going on right now. Like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, have, you have exciting stuff. You have some drama. Uh, but before we, like, peel that layer back, I want to know more about you and before you were even in the, like, limelight. First, I want to say what's up to my Georgies out there. I don't know what you call your, your <laughs> From now supporters. on, they're Georgies. What's up? What's up, Georgies? What's up, Georgies? Appreciate you for having me on the pod, bro. I uh, I didn't want to sit crisscross applesauce, but let me show you what I look like on your couch when I wanted to interview. Dang, you got hang time. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. This is so that's embarrassing. True. You can't you can't interview anybody like, like this. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's. Okay, did you you guys were working together before everything started popping off? Yeah. So this is my uh, videographer Vito. And um, yeah, he's a day one. I mean, I had like 240k subs when he hopped on, but that's not day one. But this is the thing. That's not day one at all. Did you buy those followers? No, 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 no. I earned them. I earned them. But I fell off. Like I was getting like two, three k views a video, and I was stuck at 244,000 subs forever. Mm -hmm. And like, what year was this? This was early 2020, and so. And my, my filmer situation was like a conveyor belt. It would just be like, next man up, next man up, next man up. Like, I didn't have money to pay people, so I would pay people with, like, food and stuff. And I met him um, at a <laughs> illegal COVID gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys met during COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, COVID. shit. Yeah, like, peak. Like, at a party. do not have more <laughs> than 10 people in your house. And we had, like, 25 people, and we were just partying, but... That's met hilarious. him there, and I was like, yo, bro, like, do you know anybody that films? And he sent me a list of people. And out of all those people, none of it worked out, but he told me, he said, if none of them work out, I'll do it. And I finally hit him up. Yeah, he hit you up with, like, 20 garbage men so he could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, try these guys. <laughs> they don't work out? I'll do it. He knew I was going to talk about it on a podcast later on. He was yeah. like, oh, Nice. Right. I like that. But no, nah, he's my day one. He's my brother. I love him. So, okay. okay, what made you even get to 240? So, um, I would do, like, videos. Like, I did one, like, giving strangers the N-word pass and stuff. 
That was like, like my first video that got like over a thousand views. And like, I remember like I was freaking out and I went to go tell my dad. I was like, dad, I got 5,000 views on this video. And he was like, you make any money yet? Cause I've been trying to do <laughs> YouTube since I was like 12. And he would always be like, hey, you know, you're not gonna make no money off that. But he would always buy whatever I needed. So he would buy my laptops, oh. my mics. So he supported you, but also wanted to hit you with some reality so you don't get disappointed. Exactly, exactly. That, okay, question. Would you do that to your children? Um, no, I'm gonna believe in my children. Right? I'm gonna believe in my I children. I feel like, I feel like. Unless it's something stupid. If it's stupid, I'm not going to believe in you. So I can see why he didn't believe in yeah. me. But I was going to say, he probably thinks, you know. In his <laughs> eyes, think about it, where he's from in his time of age. Yeah. I don't know his age, but like, I'm recording myself and uploading it for yeah. the world. Yeah. To him, it's like, you're ratting yourself out. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's, that. to my age, we we kept everything hush. We, we like fucked around with our friends. We didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, before the internet, we would do all the shit that we're doing on the internet, but between me and my friends, yeah. we would never put it out there. It's like, it's something crazy. So, I could see why he wouldn't want to support it. But you know what's crazy? It kind of goes full circle, because when I hit a million, I called my dad. I was like, yo, Chad, I'm going to call my dad, because I remember that story, but I'm saying you're going to make any money. And uh, I was like, hey, dad. I was like, remember when I got uh, the, the views on the video, and you said when I was going to start making money? He was like, yeah. And I was like, I, was like, I just hit a million. What do you got to say? He was like, so? <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's a, it's a clip. No, no, it's a clip. Your dad said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. million people subscribe to you. Yeah. Nah, don't be like your dad, bro. That's no, but my dad, he just he doesn't understand because he's seventy four. Like okay, so like, like just I his said, character, yeah. like he's laid back and he's like, okay, so what does that mean? Exactly. Like it's like one of the. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be embarrassed because we would go wild. We're not embarrassed. I used to be mad because it was two things. I would be sad that. Um, like he was gonna die on me, you know. Mm. Like with him being so much older, I was like, man, like. like but before you made your success, is that what you're saying? Not or even just before, general? just graduating high school. I was like, I don't want my dad to die before I graduate high school. Got it. Mm. And um, I just remember we would go out places, and I'd be like, oh, you and your grandson are so cute, and I get mad. I'd be like, that's my dad. That's not my grandpa, and like everybody would think yeah. he's my grandpa. Oh. But uh, you know, all praises to the Most High. He's here, 74, Amen. going Amen. strong. Amen. And I'm not gonna lie, my parents are my biggest, uh, they're probably my biggest fans. I'll be going places because we live close, like my parents don't live too far from me. And uh, I'll go somewhere and there'll be some kids there. And they'll be like, yo, Jadeon, I just saw your mom and dad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I know you guys don't like, because I don't put my parents on the internet and stuff. So what it is, is like every young person my parents see, They'd be like, do you know Jadeon? Bro. That's hey. like his bro. parents. <laughs> I put my parents on. So my parents love the attention, bro. They're, they're, yeah. they're at the mall. Bro, I get at least six calls a day of them. Hey, he wants to say hi. I go, dad, you got to stop doing this. And it's not like they come up to him and say, hey, can I say hi to your son? He goes, you want to say hi to my son? No, no, yeah, they love it. They love it. And then they always tell me. And so many times my mom, she'll just call me somewhere. And I'm like, whenever my mom calls me. I don't know. I'm weird. Like, I always think something the worst. So mm. I just, like, make the effort of just, like, answering it because I'm like, oh, I don't know what's happening. So I always answer my mom's calls. Same. I say this. It's just nerve-wracking, bro. Like, yeah. what, if it's, what if they're underneath mm -hmm. the car on fire and they're like, I just wanted to say hi before I die. And exactly. Like, well, because for so much of our well, lives. not that exactly, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, because for so much of our lives, you know, when our parents were calling us, it was because something was going on. Like, get your ass home or, like, you know, something happened. Yeah. So it's nah. like you keep that stress when they call. You're like, this could be good or this <laughs> nah, my, my parents meet. I like literally sit on the phone with them. I'm really close to my mom and dad, like friends wise. Yeah, you're so super like close. they they call me like unhealthy amounts. 
Really? On healthy amounts. Like, I, my mom and dad know me better than my best friends. Like, they know every, every single secret that's in my heart, my parents know. Like, everything. That's a different type of love. Different. My parents were very, very different. But let's get it. Let, I want to get back to you. The whole, like, uh, getting paid. At a million followers, you had to have been getting paid at that time. Yeah, no, I was doing great. Uh, we, we lived in a house. It was me, Vito, and Hersey. And uh, I was just blessed, like, just being able to, like, move out of my parents' house. I moved out at, like, 700K. But, like... And you're super young. No, bring it back to the first paycheck. What was your dad's reaction to that? Oh, but, like, back... I, I think for a million view video back then, I got, like, 2K. 2K? $2,000. So, back then, it was crazy. So, what did your dad say to that? But even my... like Yeah, like... Nah. Because it's, like, is this going to be sustainable? And it wasn't, like... He's I made, in the long term. Exactly. I made 2K that month, and then I didn't touch nothing like that for another nine months, you know? Mm. The max I would make is, like, 400. So, like, it was, like, really, like, I was, like, man, is, like, my peak really going to be 2K? I was, like, that's tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, after moving out, uh, even moving out at 700K, it was kind of risky because I only had, like, 20,000 in the bank. Like, I only had 20,000, and then it's, like, Bro, how old are you? Pay- I was nine, 20. Bro, 20. come on. Yeah, that's come great. Come on. Yeah. No, it was good. But <laughs> it's like I rent a house, so I got to pay rent. Then I got to pay him. Mm-hmm. Then I got to pay my editor. But still, you're 20 years old. Exactly. But it's like, Dude, your dad had to have been like secretly proud of you on the side. You see, they were proud of me for moving out. But when they were really proud of me. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> we're proud of you for that. When, when, when they really, when it really hit them was when Mark Cuban came up to me and he recognized me and he asked me for a picture. And when I told my mom and showed her that clip, that's when he was mm. like, they got it. Yeah, yeah. It really registered. Got it. Right. What was the, what was the most heartwarming moment with you and your father? Like, or oh. your, or your mom, but like, what was a moment where you were like, this is what I did? Cause I feel like you do it for your family. It's not really just for you. I feel like you do it to like, not only not to prove them wrong, but to make them proud. I'm like Elijah's just for me. Like, I, like I'm just not gonna cap. Like, I, I respect you being honest. Damn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I set you up too to look like so nice. You could easily dunked on it. Yeah, no, no. wonder your dad's like, I don't give a fuck. He doesn't care about us at all. <laughs> no, I'm gonna take care of my family and everything. But like, it was for me. Like, it's my dream. Like, I wanted to do it since I was a kid. You know. Yeah. Like, but what was the most heartwarming moment with you and your with your with you and your parents? So my mom, she would always tell me because whenever I would go out recording my videos, uh. She was always afraid because my friends, like, they were doing great. Like, they were, like, going to college. Like, one of my friends, he went to Texas Tech. My other friend, he was going to school, and he was working at his dad's mechanic shop. So it was like they really had their lives, like, you know, together. And then it's, like, me over here. I'm dropping out. My dad just got 100% disability from the VA, and I'm squandering it. And uh, the VA stops paying for my college. So my mom was just, like, on my ass, like, every day. Like, I would have to go to Starbucks to edit videos because... It would just be too stressful to, you know, yeah. do it at the house because, like, my mom, if she just saw me editing instead of doing homework, she's going to get mad at me. So she would always be like, you can't be clown uh, on the Internet all the time to make money. You have to, uh, she said, the only way out is education. And my mom would just always harp on that, harp on that. And uh, she was like, you're going to get left behind by your friends. And it's like, I could see why she said that. Like, I'm not going to be mad at her. But it was just like one of those things where it was just like, mom, trust me, trust me. But, you know, she just didn't see it because... She, like that's not in her generation mm-hmm. so i'll never forget this day it was like december of 2021 we were over at faze rug's house and my mom just calls me 
And I'm just like, oh, let me see what she's talking about. She's just complaining about my brother. So I'm just like listening, like, yeah, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. I always just say yes, ma'am. I'm like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm sorry. And then I was like, what? And she was like, you proved me wrong. She, and, like, the fact that, like, she's like, I'm not going to lie. I was really worried about you. But she said, you proved me wrong, and I'm very proud of you. And the fact that she, uh, like, gave that to me and gave, like, you know, because she didn't have to give that to me. Did you cry? Mm-hmm. No. I didn't cry. But I really felt appreciative. Like, I was like, appreciate you. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of parents, they would take that to their grave. Yeah. They'd be too prideful to say something about yeah. it, to call you and say, what? yeah. Coming from, I come from a home where my mom and dad were like, at a young age, they're like, this is your journey. You got to go after it. Mm. Th- that, fu- like, the fuel that I had was like, if God forbid anything goes wrong, like, we tried, right? Yeah. There was no pressure to, like, be like, I got to show them that I could do this. What was your fuel? Like, how did, like, the days were, because, like, this lifestyle is hard, bro. When you have a bad day in this work, it's, it, it takes a lot on you yeah. to shoot for two weeks to edit and then 15 people watch it. How were you moving forward in a home where they didn't want you to move forward? Uh, I just kept on moving forward because it was just, like, I, I saw the vision so clear, like, it was like it was like almost like it was tangible. So mm-hmm. it's like if you damn near know that something is guaranteed if you continue at it, it's like why stop? So if your vision's a little blurry and you really can't see it, but if that if that if if, if it's clear and you could like touch it, then you just gotta keep on going until you get it. What was your was your avenue and your way of life, like, did you tie it with God with your business immediately? Oh, or was it like. Definitely. So I was actually about to delete my channel because I was stuck for so long. I was stuck at 244 for six months. And I called my friend. I was like, yo, man, I'm about to just delete it. I'm on, <laughs> I said I was going to hop on Forex. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just do this Forex stuff because that's what, what Forex what's was popping. Forex? Oh man, don't you don't even want to know about it. It's the biggest scam ever. Like, what is that? It's, it's a giant pyramid scheme. But what is it? Like, is it a platform? Is it like, what is it? Oh, so how can I explain it? So basically, they would teach you how to, like, get into the stock market and make money. But to do it, you had to pay for the class. But then if you get more people in, you get leveled oh. up and stuff. But the way they presented it. Oh, so it has nothing it, to do with your field. No, 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 no. That's Got what you. I'm just saying. Okay, you're giving was, up. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was it's like Arbon. You know? Never heard of that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Some people she's, know. She's, she's you know, Arbon, people know. Arbon Cosmetics. It's the same, like, pyramid scheme thing. But, yeah. But these people are cringy. <laughs> like, they're like, everybody in this room is a future million. Like, it, it was really, it was a cringy area. I don't even want to go back to it. Oh, well, you were in it. Yeah, a little bit, a little ah, bit. But I don't want to go back to it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> If you're a fan of this show and you want to watch it live, well, I have good news. We're doing our first podcast live show. It's going to be at Brea Improv in Brea, California, obviously. And if you guys want to get tickets, again, link is in the description. This is my first show that we're doing live, and I am I am, I am, am beyond excited. And I can't wait to see who actually clicks the link and is going to meet me there. Uh, it's going to be a party. We're going to turn up. We're going to blow the roof off. That I can't say that because I'm Middle Eastern. They'll probably get scared of saying that. Uh, we're going to, it's going to be fun. Get the tickets, man. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to just do this forex and uh, i'm deleting the channel he was like bro too many of us helped you with the videos they're just like you don't have to upload just don't delete them so i was like yeah. all right so for two weeks i didn't do anything and then like i was just looking at my channel and i was just like man i missed this and i thought of this crazy idea and i was like you know what instead of me riding the trends and doing everything i want to do this myself mm-hmm. and so i went to the kitchen table 
And I remember just praying. I said, God, please let me do this just for myself. Like, don't think about the views. Don't think about, um, don't think about, you know, anything like that. Just think about making the best content possible and keeping you first and just having fun with it. And I prayed that prayer. Amen. And I posted that next video and it wasn't really doing nothing, but something just told me post on TikTok. So I posted it on TikTok and I'm doing Uber Eats. I'm doing Uber Eats because when you do Uber Eats, like you get the money right away. So then I can go out and film videos. Right. So while I'm doing Uber Eats, it was up for like four hours and I go back to check on it and it was at 180,000 views Woo! and like 20,000 likes. And I was like, yo, and it was like my first TikTok to ever blow up. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And then like two days later, it was at 6 million views. And I went from 244 and I went up like 20,000 subscribers. So like that was wow. my first growth ever in six months. Because you gave it to God, bro. Gave it to mm -hmm. God and then never looked back. And then 2020, we ended the year with 330,000 subs. Then going into 2021, in the beginning of 2021, we had 400,000. That's awesome. And at the end of 2021, guess how many subs we had? No, I tell me. Four million. Yo, when God works, though, <laughs> when see, this is the thing that I talk about. When people go, how do you see God? It's like when you have a relationship with him, it's like when you have a relationship with a girlfriend or a father, you, when you see him work, it's undoubtable. It's like I tried. It would not work. It was hitting up against the wall. I almost gave up. I was almost out. And it, it, what I feel like this, I always bring it back to the Lazarus effect. It's. The, the boulder is holding that dead dream, that dead human, that dead situation, that dead relationship. But if you give it to God, he could bring it back to life and be more fruitful than it could ever be. And that's actually a better place to be because then you know you're not alone. Yeah. So when you're out in this field and you're like, well, these people are weird or this is uncomfortable. You're like, no, nah, I'm not here alone. God's here. And he's going he's gonna to put his righteous right hand over me. That's why I don't like to go to L.A. because I know it's like whenever like L.A. people hit you up, they're like, yo, when's the next time we pop it out to L.A.? When are you going and it's never like, yo, when can we come to you? Like, the fact, mm. I, like I respect it so much that you popped out to me because no one ever pops out to me. It's like, when can you come here? Or when can you do this? When can you do that? It's just like weird. And it's just always L.A. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never got it. You know what it is, man? It's I, I tend not to get too angry anymore at them because what I do is I picture my life without God. And yeah. if I did not have a God looking after me and looking after my, my field, my fruits, my my everything, then I would have to then rely on everybody else around me. And I would do it in a way that's probably gross. Like, hey, wh when are you going to come? And I'm going to use you and I'm going to use you because I need you to help me. But then if you have a God that's supplying all your needs, now it's like, what can I do for you? Yeah. And then it changes your heart. So, that's so I, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, and I said this on the Impulsive episode. And when I, when I watched you guys talk about how you guys were talking, I was, I honest to God, in a, not in a cheesy way, I prayed. I prayed that like, I would rather you lose your career than lose God. Because I know you would be happier without a career. Oh, a definitely. God, than a career without God. Oh, yeah. There was points where it was just like, it's crazy. Like, you can really be depressed and have everything around you be great. Like, it's the, I think that's the worst feeling ever is because, like, when it, things are bad in your situation, you have in your head, if I fix this, then my situation will get better. Yep. But when everything in your situation is sound and good, looking outside, but the inside is just something not right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the worst feeling. And so I feel like it's the worst feeling because you're yeah. like, what the fuck? All those nights, all those days that I bled over this, I should be happy. And that's why I tell people happiness starts today. Today. There was a study. Um, 
that I found pretty exciting. They said uh, the part of your brain that you get anxiety from is the same part of your brain that has uh, uh, gratitude. Really? So you can't be gr- you can't have, you can't be grateful and anxious at the same time. It won't work. It's the same brain. So then in the Bible where it goes, instead of being anxious, be grateful. Yeah. I was like, dude. It's so, this when is you so told me that, crazy to think that they were calling out legitimate things that scientists have found out about. It's that's why he's like, there's always something you can be grateful about, right? Even a poor man can find gratitude. That's why you could look. They they also did a study where there's a lot of homeless people that were way more happier than the rich. A lot of homeless people, it's weird. Like, a lot of homeless people couldn't, like, they don't even have to be homeless. I remember we did this one thing where it was a Travis Scott burger, and we just gave the Travis Scott burger out to a bunch of uh, homeless people, like, for a bit in the video. It was this one homeless dude, and we gave it to him. And for some reason, like, I just ate it with him, and we just talked. And I got to talking to him. Brody was telling me how he used to be a professor at A&M and how he was doing all this and how... He was worked in the military and all this stuff. And I was just like, man, like, what happened? He was just talking about how his wife died, how he fell into depression and stuff. And I was like, man, and he's like, talking about how, like, he lost his house. And I was like, man, you don't have anybody to turn to? He's like, oh, no. My kids tell me all the time I could come live with them. And I was like, really? I was like, why don't you? And he was like, I just want to be by myself. Hmm. He was like, that's like a lot of us. Like, a lot of homeless people, they could get shelter if they wanted to, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, like they find peace and just being in the world. I was yeah. I was talking to Bell and Reed about this. Um, I found happiness in not living beyond my means. Mm. I'm not chasing myself, and I've realized that my friends will live a lifestyle or live a, a quality of life that they're not ready for. Yeah, and it comes with so much anxiety because two things happen. One, you're chasing yourself. To pay it off. And then, two, it's like, oh, my God, if this all leaves and everybody around me or every, maybe they won't love me or maybe they won't look at me the same. And it's like, if you live underneath your means, you're comfy, you're cozy because you're like, oh, I'm here. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I could go up there, but I'm not. I'm good. I'm right here. And I could pay this off for 10 years rather than one year at a time when I'm, like, chasing myself. and put it, Like, I find myself to be in a place where I'm very successful. Mm-hmm. And I look at some of my friends, and I'm not judging, but... They're not at a level of um, money where I would be making the investments that they're making. Yeah. And I'm at my level where I have a good amount of money, and I'm like, I wouldn't pay for that because that's stupid. Why would you pay for that? You'd be struggling. And a lot of people would rather struggle behind scenes and make themselves look good in the, in the public eye than just look normal and be, be normal. Like oh, It's, it's like a way. weird thing. It's like I don't understand it. I was the same way. Like I remember back in like 2020 – I tried to get my dad to get me a, a Hellcat. I was going to put us, both of us, in debt. And my dad was like, this is a bad idea. And he still went with me to the car dealership to do it. Dude, you're, I love your dad. Your dad's like, no. no. And he'll be there. Okay. No, I don't want to yeah. do it. We'll be there. <laughs> my dad's awesome. So in, wait, wait, um, hold on. I want to know about this. What happened to the Hellcat? Oh, no, I didn't get that shit. <laughs> both, both of hey, our but credit now you have money, shot. and I noticed you don't have a Hellcat. No, nah, no. Nah, I, I, it's weird, like. I don't care about that stuff anymore at all. Like, because you did it because you wanted to show people that you're doing well. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, that you know exactly. you're doing well, you're like, I don't need to show that on my yeah. Bill Gates looks like he shops at Gap. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like he doesn't care. You're not like, oh, he's broke. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, he's rich, rich. Yeah. I don't know. I just I've never liked the the jewelry. But again, like my hero was Christ. So when I watched him and like ride a donkey instead of like a beautiful horse, I was like, there's a reason for it. There's not there's not a reason that he just didn't choose the horse. If he wanted to choose the nicer things, he would be filled with diamonds. People would be throwing diamonds at his feet. Yeah. But he didn't want it. And so I was like, if he doesn't want it, I don't want it. I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, it's okay. Um, no, I was just going to ask because you were doing your videos in 2020, right? And then, but you weren't going live yet, correct? Yeah, no, nah, I didn't start live streaming until 2021. Because Kai, shout out to Kai Sinat, my brother from another mother. He's the one that put me on with streaming. Oh, really? Like, he told me to get into it. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's what a lot of like my, a lot of people say like, obviously like the pranks is what got me known and stuff. But I feel like a lot of the things that like really kind of got my name established and stuff came from streaming, like the Pokemane instant incident. Just like, well, that so ended many... you there, right? When you like, no, no, kicked no, you off no. the platform though. Oh, on Twitch. Yeah. But then now I'm on uh rumble. Got I it. just got a rumble deal and it's like, you know, like it's like, I'm, thank you. It's like, I'm blessed. Like, it's like, it, it sucks with like misogyny made me more popular, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It, it, I, 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 if I wouldn't change anything about that situation, because it's like I made a friend. Bless you, bless you. That was a good sneeze. I just left some re residue. That was a good sneeze. That was so disgusting. <laughs> Can we cut around that by any chance? Or is there, no. That's. It, I'm so grossed out by myself. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. So did you pop on Kai stream and you're like, oh, this is so much fun. I love it. I'm going to do it on my own too. No, he was just telling me about it. Um, How'd I'll, you guys meet? How do we meet? Oh, man. So I met Kai. Like, I did this video where I hired a professional cuddler. Cuddler? I'm sorry. Yeah. Where do you get these fucking ideas from, bro? So that one, it wasn't a David Dobrik bit. Like, he just had it for a small bit. Uh -huh. But then when I looked up for a YouTube video, I noticed no one made a YouTube video about it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this would be a great YouTube video. So <laughs> uh, I hired a professional cuddler. She came over. and Wait, we, where do you find a professional cuddler? Uh, you just type in professional cuddler. There's like a website. What? Literally. What, wait, was she in pajamas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, had a, she actually went to the restroom, changed. And then uh, she came back out, and we set up uh, uh, we set up candles everywhere, and we just kind of made it like a little skit. Wait, what? But she, for real, for real, like she just cuddles with people and stuff like that. Was she a good cuddler? We're like, oh, this is good cuddling. Oh yeah, I almost fell asleep on the video. I forgot we were filming. Like, no way. Oh yeah. Did you feel? Am like I you the were... only one that thinks that's like, fucking you... gross? That's gross. I'm not gonna lie. It's like it's like like the beginning of a porno. Like Vito's just like filming us in the bed. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you feel like you were paying for a prostitute? Like, but nothing, <laughs> nothing ends up happening. It was like totally non-sexual. It's just cuddling. But like, it was. It's a female. Yeah. Did she big spoon you? That's why. I big spooned her, and she big spooned me. Actually, nah, I like being a little spoon. I'm not gonna lie. So she. That's Georgie. I'm little spoon in the thumbnail. I'm always little spoon, bro. Imagine like, because in the thumbnail, I was thinking like, imagine like just a big ass black dude and this little girl spooning him. And so, I did that video, and then Kai, he he did it, and I would have a thing where like people would do my videos and like not say anything. So I'm like, oh, damn, it's another dude doing a, one mm. of my videos. Probably didn't give me credit. Then I click on it, and he was like, yo, shout out to Jadeon. I seen him do this. I was like, damn, that's love. That's love, bro. Yeah. I was like, that's love. Because he was, was he killing it at the time? We were we were literally at the same time. We were at the same size. Cool, cool. Like, we were both at, like, 700K, so we were big. But he was nowhere as big as he is now. Like For those of you guys that don't know the world of, like, social media, a lot of social creators, a lot of social creators would 
basically just bite somebody else's image. Like they would watch it and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to recreate this. And they would never give anybody credit for it. Um, I'm not going to name people that do it, but like a lot of majority of people that are killing it started out their whole career just by ripping. Like sometimes even play by play. Yeah. So it's cool that he gave you Yeah, Kanye like, showed love. And then he, he took my video and then evolved it. What I love is like if you get an idea from me, and then, like, you involve it into something else that I didn't even think of. That's even tough. So what he did was in his next video that he did, he became a uh, cuddler. <laughs> and so, like, he took it one step further. So I knew of him since then, but I still didn't hit him up. And one day my editor just came up. He was like, yo, you heard about this Kai Sinai dude? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching his videos for a minute now because I started watching his videos. He was like, yo, bro, you should do something with him. He's funny. And, like, he just said that. I was like. Damn, I, I should like I just never hit people up. Like, I'll, there's so many people. I do a better job of it now. When mm -hmm. I find someone funny, like I'll hit them up and show love. But um, I just never hit anybody up. So I just hit him up. I was like, "Yo, man, been loving your content, bro. You real?" And then he hit me up. And then we hopped on the phone, and then we ended up talking for like four hours. It's just crazy because we had just like wow. similar stories, like his college experience and him figuring out that it wasn't working for him and stuff. And then like we just had similar experiences. I was like, "Bro, whenever you come to Texas, bro, let me know." And we could do something. He's like, bro, I'm going to DreamCon. You should, you should pop out. I didn't even know that was happening. And so... What's DreamCon? So uh, there's these other creators. They're RDC World. They're this uh, skit animation uh, comedy group. And, oh, man, they make these hilarious videos and animations and stuff. And they had a convention. We just went to their convention this year. The first year I went, they had, like, 4,000 people come. So just having 4,000 people come from across America yeah. to a convention of yours and you're being a YouTuber is already lit enough. Guess how many people they had this year? Mm, 10? 20,000 had a whole crazy. convention center. <laughs> Did you say 10? Yeah. Oh, you meant like 10,000? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, they fall off. <laughs> no, they had 20,000. I love those dudes. But I met them at DreamCon and... It was just surreal because it was like I'm meeting all my favorite YouTubers that I like grew up with. But it was also surreal because I was like a 900K at this point. Nobody knew who I was. None of them. Like I was like, yo, I'm Dante. He was like, what's good? I was like, yo, Mark, what's good? Yo, Desmond, what's good? Nobody knew who I was. And like everybody knew who Kai was because like he was in like he was in the space then. Like because like uh, my community was more white back then. And, but like his was more black and like they're all black groups so they all knew who he was and I was just like man I, I was like I got so much more work to do and I remember uh, Kyle was talking to Mark and they were like yo man we're about to go party and stuff da, da, da. and then Kyle looked over at me he was like yo Mark it's cool my boy Janion comes and I'll never forget this I told Mark about this Mark looked at me he looked me up and down he was like yeah he sized you up first? yeah <laughs> and I was just like yeah and he was like go get ready Janion and I was just like nah man he was like, why not? I was like, nah, bro. Like, he's like, I want to get invited one day. I was like, I'm going to just chill in the, in the hotel and I'm just chill. And so I'm going to the hotel and then I met one of the other members, Desmond, and I'm talking to him in the elevator. I'm like, yo, man, you guys are killing it, bro. Like, congrats with all the success and everything. He's like, thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. And then the elevator opens and then like I walk out. But like before it closed, because he was going to go up more, I like turned around and I was like, I promise you by next year, you'll all know who I am. And he was like, yeah, he was like, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the crazy thing about it is before that end of the year, all those creators I had met, they all followed me on Instagram and they all knew who I was. And then the next year, this is why I have so much respect for RDC, especially Desmond and Mark. Desmond, I was telling them the story because I had forgot I was talking to Desmond. 
and I was telling them that story, and they were like, man, who was it? Who was it you were talking to in the elevator? I knew it was one of them, but I couldn't remember who. And then we're chilling in the break room, and then Desmond was like, it was me. And he was like, you were talking to me. And he just told me about it, how he was just on Instagram. I mean, he was on TikTok, and he seen a clip of me. And he was like, I was like, that's the dude I saw in the elevator. Oh, and really? he was like, you did that shit, bro. He was like, I'm proud of you. That's sick, bro. Yeah. And I got so much love from them dudes. If any of y'all, next year, whenever they do, you guys got to come to RDC Con next I'm year. Down. It's every year in Houston, uh, in Austin. That's cool. I'm down. Yeah, that's so much fun. What do you guys do there? How would you be able to do that? I'm tall. If you could do that right now, I would love you. Oh, you got that? <laughs> I'm tall. No, he got this, bro. He's a climber. He, he likes the climber thing. What a G, bro. I found him on Craigslist, bro. Craigslist? Are you yeah. here for real? I'm being uh-huh. so dead ass. Oh, wow. shit. Wow. You are a fuck. Look at that. Read, 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 read. I, I, I want so much love in the comment section for Reed right now. <laughs> I love you, bro. You're not white anymore. Thank God. I was sweating so much, bro. Oh, really? Um, and I'm like, I'm like squinting looking at you because I'm like, this is, this is getting so hot, bro. I was like, oh, God, dude. You just made this so much more enjoyable. I have a question for you. What's up? Do you cry at night? What Do the I fuck? cry at night? Yeah. Do you uh, cry at night knowing that you'll never be able to watch another women's basketball game? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You set me up with that one. Dude, that was good. <laughs> You know what's crazy? I think they knew it wasn't a punishment banning me from the WNBA. So, like, they threw the NBA in there. Yeah. I, I cry at night knowing I can't see my boy Cat or LeBron retire. I'm not going to be, well, won't be able to. I'm going to definitely still go. But What happens if How? you do go? Uh, they said, oh, in case the people that uh, might not know, so I... Uh, oh, please explain oh, this, Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, you're an asshole for this. I have oh, to yeah, say, yeah, you're yeah, an asshole yeah, for this, yeah. but my God, bro, I almost peed myself laughing. Yeah, it was really funny. It was really, 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 really you, funny. You. you know what I love about you, bro, is that you not only will take that shit to the next level, but you guys don't fucking break, bro. You do not break. So I'm going to tell you, uh, so basically what we did was I bought four courtside seats at a WNBA game, and I took a nap. And like there were my seats, like I had, I had the like sleeping cap. I had That's the what nightgown. did it for me. Like you didn't just show up in your regular clothes. You had a sleeping bonnet, like a long sleeping bonnet. I'm surprised stores don't sell those. I had to get that off of Amazon. Yeah, and then I had a pillow, and they were like, "Why are you bringing a pillow in here?" And I was like, "Oh, I had anal re- reassignment surgery." No. And you just say that, and like it's a wrap. They just it's a wrap. They would just let you through, and I had my blanket. And they just they 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 legit just kicked me out and banned me before the game was over. How what yeah. like what quarter was it when they kicked you out? So I tried to kind of do it in the third, but they kind of got mad and they were like, "Don't do that again." Mm. And then I who, did it. Who in the said fourth. don't do that again? Like, it was like one of the securities. He started laying down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And where was your where's your cam guy? Like, how was he? How... Oh, Vito was just that right was across you? the way. That's so funny. Vito man. records everything. Oh, okay, cool, I was cool. Just on the other, other side of the do you stress out when this stuff is happening? Yeah, like, how do you oh not stress, God. bro? Sometimes. So, like, in that situation, I wasn't supposed to have that. I mean, technically, I was able to have that camera by their rules and fucking definition. But I wasn't supposed to have that camera in there. So I'm trying to be slick. Like, I'm having it on my, my knee. <laughs> but I had someone with me. So it's so much easier when there's someone with me because I can just bullshit. You know, it looks like we're just like... Shadow Kankles. Yeah, Shadow Kankles. Where you were also the... You play, when you guys were like Mormons or something like that, you were like deaf or like you couldn't speak or something. Did we say that on the air? Yeah, that, that was Lope that had said that. When oh, Lope yeah. was like, they're deaf. Bro, I can't 
tell you how bad that one rocked me. Really? <laughs> we're at the we're at the WWE in, in Saudi, and like Logan's literally about to go out and do the craziest thing. Uh -huh. And also, so was I. I was literally. Oh about, yeah, you were part of it. I was about yeah. to be part of it, bro. And and I, I just got the news that I was doing it. Rehearsal was three minutes, and I was like, okay, dude. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is fucking stressful. And then all of a sudden, I just see a herd of people around Logan, and Logan's just cracking up, bro. Just fucking watching your shit, cracking up. So we all heard, and I'm watching. And I'm like, this kid's just a different level of entertainer. You, you are so far past it, bro. You entertain the entertainers. Damn, you, that's crazy. You are. Bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Even though you're a two-faced bitch, but you still, <laughs> you still entertain. Let's jump into that, bro. What, like, how do you feel about that? Like, you how guys do I feel about it? If you're a fan of this show and you want to watch it live, well, I have good news. We're doing our first podcast live show. It's going to be at Brea Improv in Brea, California, obviously. And if you guys want to get tickets, again, link is in the description. This is my first show that we're doing live, and I am, I am, I am beyond excited, and I can't wait to see who actually clicks the link and is going to meet me there. Uh, it's going to be a party. We're going to turn up. We're going to blow the roof off. That I can't say that because I'm Middle Eastern. They'll probably get scared of saying that. Uh, we're going to, it's going to be fun. Get the tickets, man. <laughs> oh, bro, before you even say anything. What's up? I could show you the clip. We'll send it to you. Yes. A week before this shit happens, uh -huh. I say a joke on the podcast. A joke. I go, and you know who else is a two-faced bitch? I was like, Gideon, bro. And my joke was that you're actually really nice in real life and you don't fuck with people. And like, there was this whole bit. And then I was like, nah, it's not funny. Let's cut it. And I randomly cut it. And then two, two or three days later, that shit happens. Really? And I'm like, oh my God, imagine if I would have put that out. People would have clipped it and made it seem like I was siding with Logan. Yeah. What a fucking weird, like, bro. Isn't that I, crazy? I, it was just like, Damn, a, it, that's it, was, crazy. it was like an improv joke and I did it and it was just like, nah, it didn't work. And like, we'll just get rid of it. And then that happened, and I'm like, I just looked at, everybody looked at me, and I was like, do imagine if you put this out. <laughs> nah, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it's a, it's, it's a sucky situation, because I did fuck with Logan, but, I mean, it's just like, I didn't fuck with the fact that his brother was just dogging on me, and he was just laughing about it. A little too hard. What, so explain your point of view, right? So I saw his point of view. And, I, and he he went out and it, I think he talked about it on Flagrant, right? Yeah, he talked about it on Flagrant, but like he left out so many parts. Yeah. Like, well, so explain your side of things. So how I looked at it is like it's just like you know, when like let's say if it was JJ that, let's say if Jake was going at JJ, you know, he would have been like, "Yo, chill," or he wouldn't be laughing. You know what I mean? And then it's like, but when it's me, it's like he's laughing. And then it got me thinking, like, oh, man, this is all set up. Like, were you part of this? Like, you know, like, did y'all stage it? Seems I, I, okay, so I agree and I disagree because him, Jake, and JJ do go at each other, though. And he always just says, I'll stay out of it. But if somebody makes a joke, he'll crack up and laugh, but he'll be like, no, I don't want to be a part of it. So in and, and his defense in that point of view, I feel like I understand both of your guys' point of views. But, okay, but my problem wasn't even that because... That was my problem, but I, I kept the chill after that. But my, what my problem was, was when we talked about it afterwards, he was like, yo, man, you went too far when I made a response at Jake. Because I kept my response at Jake only, but he was saying that I went too far. Mm. But it's like... So he was defending him, yeah, but not defending you. With his brother so it's like, it's like how, how am I going too far when Jake started this and all I'm doing is just, you know, responding back. That would be like me getting punched. And then I punch back. It's like, 
damn, bro, why you punch back? It's like, mm. and I was just like, I was like, what? And I still kept it cool, and I just didn't, I didn't say anything, and I just, you know, left Prime, and I was just like, yo, I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, damn, you left Prime over that. Not over that, but it was just like, it was just like, yeah, I'm not going to lie, yeah, pretty much. It just felt weird. It just felt weird. Did you feel like he, it was, he, he was like, he was like, you should listen to me now that like you're a part. Did you feel like you were like, no, no, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. No, I'm not going to sit up here and lie like that, but it was just like, damn, you know, I'm over here doing the craziest stuff. Like, you know, I wanted to Gatorade HQ and did all that. You were blowing them up. That was like crazy content. And it was just like, you know, and it was just like, damn, this is the respect I get, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it, I don't care if you laugh, but it's just like it's the just, fact that he kept on. It was just a lot of things added on, and then when I respond, you're gonna get on me. So I just leave, and I, I try to keep it cool. Like I literally, whenever I told my chat, I was like, "Yeah, I left Prime." I I, I told them I was like, you know, and it, it really was me leaving because I wanted to focus more on me because I was like, you know what? Like I've been a year like learning from them because I learned a lot. I learned a lot from under them. Like, just like how to grow your own business outside with your platform and stuff. And that's the whole reason why I really joined is just to, like, learn. Yeah. Learn. And because, um, the, bro, they're the two biggest creators, and they built this product that's about to be one of the biggest products in the world. So it's like, I want to learn about that. But, you know, when I felt like I was kind of getting disrespected, I just wanted to already step out. Because it was like, I already got so much shit for joining Prime. So it's like, I'm getting shit for Did joining you, you sold guys. out or something? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was saying that. So it's like... I'm already getting shit for joining Prime, and then I'm getting shit in Prime. Yeah. I'm getting shit on with, and I have nothing wrong with anybody at Prime. Like they're all great people. Like, dude, you know what would be really good? What? You drink a Celsius. I drink a Celsius. <laughs> Just team Is that up. Why you got it back there? Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Are you yeah, of course. Because as many as you want. Are you sponsored, brother? Yep. Oh, really? Congrats, bro. Thank you. Do you want sh- ice? Is it better with ice? Definitely. It's been a little cold. Yeah, it's been I'm not trying to. I like the water. Do the water. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I don't want to do with stereotypes, but I'm going to try Could you do watermelon. the That's little drink wow. oh, situation? Nah. Oh, damn. Then I am doing yeah. the stereotype. <laughs> David is going to get you the nice little uh, Drake vibe with the wine glass and some ice. Say less. Yeah. Say less. How are you and JJ? <laughs> oh, man. I love, I love JJ. They're good at like staying out of each other's drama, huh? Oh, yeah, bro. JJ is so real. Oh, so let's get to... He really is, like, the sweetest dude. He is amazing. He's a sweet dude, bro. So the day of the fight, like, it was, like I wouldn't say there was really tension, but, like, I was like, yo, what's up, Logan? And he really didn't say nothing. Nah, you were fucking... You were messing around with them. I was, but yeah. I messed around with everybody. True. I messed around with but everybody. But do you think they took it personal because you left? I, I don't know why he took it personal. All I said was, yo... I said, yo, Logan, can we switch seats? Yeah. And he's just going to call me a bitch. And it's just like, <laughs> your brother called me a bitch, and now you're calling me a bitch. Like, so really it's like it really confirms how I was thinking, you know? Yeah. I said, yo, Logan, can we switch seats? And you call me a, a two-faced bitch. And so I just told him how I felt. Like, you know, I didn't cuss him out or nothing. But I was just like, oh, really? this like, this is the reason why. Because he thought it was because of the UFC thing. And I had to tell him, like, like no, it's not because of that. Like. It was How did that of, make you feel, though? What? That he was just like, yo, move. It, 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 I don't think anybody's in the wrong in that situation because I get where he's coming from and I get where we're coming from because what people don't know is that like, we were having so many connection issues. Like, where we were sitting was, like, the best place for us to be. And, like, us moving could, like, jeopardize the whole stream because, you know, it was just bad connection in there. It was a fight. Did they ask you to come for that? 
uh, I didn't go for Prime. I went. It was it was me. Like it was me with Rumble. So it wasn't. It had nothing to do with Logan or nobody. Oh, so I didn't even you, know he was gonna be there until I got there. So then they, he just asked you to move, move your seat regardless. Yeah, like we were we were there before them. You know, like they were can in their we, seats. Can we get him ice too? Yeah, he got me. Oh, ice in there. That's not a cup though. Egg, you can keep it. You can drink from it though, but that's yeah. not a cup. I can make it work. <laughs> so basically, you went there for a different job. That had nothing to do. Were you with Prime or no? You still were with Prime. Yeah, I was with Prime, but I wasn't there because of Prime. Got it. And then so then he kindly asked you, he's like, "Hey man, I just don't want to be on the stream." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he was there, which with is his fair. Girl. It's so, a fair thing. Yeah, I'm not tripping about that at all. And so I think I just think it was just like an awkward moment caught on camera, mm. and then like the internet just ran with it. But I'm not gonna lie, it was funny as hell. People were saying like I got Rosa Parked and stuff, <laughs> like that. Like they were making memes and stuff. Like it was some of the funniest stuff. Like I really yeah. thought it was funny. Did he say it out loud or did he just like whisper it in your ear? No, no, everybody heard him on chat. Oh, that's fucked. He should have just whispered in your ear. Uh, I mean, it's all good. It's he should have been like, get in the fucking back. Don't even look at me. Take your shit and get the fuck out of here. But I'm not going to lie, though. Like, it's like, I fucking hate drama. Like, this shit is so I don't. Yeah. I don't think that this is worth drama. I that's think, what, you, I so think you guys should patch it up. I don't think it, it, it's something that. Here's the thing, bro. We, we talk about spirituality, right? Yeah. God, what does he say? He doesn't say be a peace. He says be not a peacekeeper, mm -hmm. a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. So at what point do you have to kind of rise above the shit that you're like, all right, dude, I understand your point of view. Let's figure this out and move on from it. Because at the end of the day, like he did, he did give you an opportunity to work with him and work with his company. He chose you over everybody. Well, that's the thing. Like he, he didn't choose me. Like everybody says that. Like it was because I hit up Mams. Ma'am's uh, KSI's manager yeah. and asked him if I can join. Like, everybody thinks, like, Logan brought me in. Like, Logan's the one that, obviously, he probably had a deciding factor. I'm not going to say he didn't. Well, uh, from behind the scenes, he was mad excited and braggy about having you. He so was, he was? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had mad love and behind camera, he would just gas you up more than, like, he gasses up Mike. And Mike's his, like, right-hand man. So, like, I, I, like, again, I understand both points of views. Yeah. I truly think it's a misunderstanding. And, like, it's just uncomfortable to say this because, like, I'm the guy who left Impulsive. But, yeah. <laughs> but he, he does have a lot of shit qualities that he needs to work on, for sure. Uh, and a pride has to do a lot with it, like the way he speaks with his brother. But I have to give it to him when I think he's wrong, and I have to give it to him when I think he's right. I think both points of views was just, like, a misunderstanding. You didn't and like— I, I, see, I see it from that, too. And, like, I do see it. I see it from his point of view and I see it from my point of view. I just think it's one of those situations now where it's just like, like at least on my end, it's just like, yo, you know what? I wish you the best hmm. and whatever you have in your life going on and stuff like that. But it's just like all, all the people that you have fallen outs with in life, you don't have to rekindle and get back. And just, you know, if we ever do talk again, I'm chill. Like, you know, hmm. it's, it's no, no beef on my end. Like, yeah. it's stupid. What are, we, what, are we, what are we really arguing about? A seat? Like, you know, it's, it's not. It's not. In, um, it's not deep like that. Like he actually has a real fight coming up. You know. Hmm. How do you feel about all that? I'm not gonna lie. What Dylan doing is pretty scummy. Like it is very. That's what Bell says. I just think it's gone too far. I think like I understand that's what fighters do, but I think there's a line, and that line's been been crossed. But. I can't lie, it is hilarious at the same time. It's like, it's like, but I wish it wasn't somebody that I know. Yeah. Because, bro, it's like, fuck, dude. Like, at the end of the day, we all laugh, but we move on from it. Yeah. What happens when you can't move on from it, bro? That's, yeah. That, it, 
It, it's just too much. It seems like really e- like it's, it, it, yeah, I know you were like, it's not evil, but like to me, it's like, bro, like that's her life, dog. Do you get what I'm saying? That's but her life. Her I children that. I understand that. that. I understand that. But like, it's also like, you know, her, and I, I know this sounds bad to say, but it's also her decision to put it out, there. putting all this sure. stuff out there. Yeah. It's, it was her content that he just like found and reused, yeah. but now if he was like doing AI edits of her and all this stuff wasn't real, but it's like, you know, well, he a is, bizarre he, world of, well, he is posting fake shit too. He is, but it's like, it's so much real stuff in there. Where it's like, it doesn't even matter what he posts that's fake. Yeah. But you now the me? fake stuff is like almost, some of the fake stuff is almost worse than the real stuff. And then it's like, well, what's real? What's not real? And then the general public doesn't even understand that. So they think that it's all real. You I know? feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just, and some of the things I think that he's said now about her, just it kind of feels, it's like you're not supposed to see that. It feels so personal, you know? My thing is this, like, he, fuck, this is going to sound terrible, but like, I think he just lost. Like even if you oh, uh, even if you beat him, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you beat him, you you respectfully beat nobody in boxing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like taking that fight was like I I felt like it was his warm up, and like I really don't think Dennis has a a chance in this fight at all. I truly don't. For real. I do. The guys are he, like he practices every day for years now. Like him and his brother are not just fucking around. And you could say as much as you want. About Logan, the dude's a fucking workhorse. And now you just put the biggest gasoline in him, bro. Like, I don't think he's losing that fight. Really? I think he'd rather die in that ring than lose that fight. Wait, you think Logan would, would, is going to beat up Dylan? Oh, bad. Really? Yeah, bad. Oh, I mean, I don't know enough about fighting really, though. Yeah, no, bad. But. Bad. I don't, think Lo- I don't think Dennis could throw hands. I think he's like... I think if they got into a I, real I, fight, I, they, then, then he's fucked. Because then Dylan, he can just take it to the ground. Dylan's pretty big, like... Seeing them next to each other, like, like on on the screen, Dylan doesn't look that big, but he's actually he's actually pretty big. He's big, but like, I don't think he throws hands. I think he's just a well-rounded fighter. Yeah. I think he's a dangerous human being to go up against if you're like in the street. Yeah. If you're in the octagon, it's like fuck no. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to do that at all. But like, if you're eliminating his best qualities in mixed martial arts, then this is not a this is not something that I would put you're putting your money on on Dylan Dennis you're putting 100k yeah man you know I want to help crypto zoo people out <laughs> so <laughs> if, if if Dylan wants to help the victims of crypto zoo he gotta win but like I just I, I don't understand like to me it's so stupid because he did something good with the 99 originals I felt that that was a, that was a great way of using crypto you know yeah mm-hmm. so it's like how do you go from 99 originals to Crypto Zoo. Now, what I think happened is... Uh, Crypto Zoo came first. Yeah. Oh, Crypto Zoo came first? Yeah. He was releasing... I think he was releasing the 99, but it, he had been working on Crypto Zoo longer, right? That's what it was? All right, I'm going to jump into this because it's just going to look like I'm dick riding, but I'm not. This is just like truly... I, I just speak the truth, right? Yeah. I, this is... I don't like... I don't point the fingers, and I don't try to put shit on people that are not. I want to make it very clear. Me and him are not friends right now. We're not friends. Crypto Zoo is not his fault. I was there when he found out, bro, and it looked like somebody shot through his chest. I just, I felt like it was the right thing to do to let people know that. Like, if I, if I know that in my yeah. heart, like, yeah, if I watched it happen in front of me, I can't flame him for that. You know, yeah. you know the crazy thing about it? Um, when you guys had your first falling out, uh, I don't know, I don't know the whole behind the scenes of when it really first started, but, like, in December... 
like 2022 ish when things were really like kind of like mm. picking up and stuff and people were like yo what's going on with them and um he was talking about you and jesus and everything i watched that clip and like i felt really bad and i want to actually come out here and publicly apologize to you because i feel like as a christian i didn't come out to publicly side with you when that all happened you know when i, he, I really uh, appreciate that and I, uh, and I I really feel bad about that because I felt convicted to come out, but since... Um, but you did. I think you did. When you were in your live stream, you were like, uh, you, you said, you, like, kind of like, I'm with George on this. Like, you did in, in a way. And, and I actually, uh, that meant a lot to me, bro. It really did. Because you, not only did I lose a friend, bro, but like, I lost a friend and then like, what my business partner and then everybody else looks up to him. So it was really scary leaving because I'm like, fuck, yeah. no one's going to fuck with me because they fuck with him so much. So, but you saying that, like, it meant a lot to me. When I could have did more, you know, I could have said more. I'm just kidding. No, just <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate you saying that, dude. That means a lot. And uh, I'll, I'll say this. I, this is what I say behind closed doors, right? Like, we don't know what God's will is, right? Paul, ironically, was the worst disciple out of all of them yeah. before he was a disciple of God. Now... I know Logan behind closed doors. I know he has very terrible qualities, but I also know he's a very good man too. He has a good heart. He does good things. So when I saw him do this, I begged him not to post it. Not because of me. I knew I was going to be like, oh, this is great. This is going to make me look amazing. Yeah. But I knew it was going to hurt my friend's image, like in a really bad way. So I begged him three times, don't post that video. Um, sometimes people got to make their own mistakes. Yeah. And maybe what he's going through now is, his relationship with God, and I just pray that him and his future family are good and they're protected and, and they find a God instead of trying to be God. And I think when you try to be God, the weight of the world falls on top of you. Yeah, um, that, whole, that, that whole era for him, I called him because first it was you and the backlash from that. Then CoffeeZilla made his video. Mm. Then it was the backlash from that. Then that whole pig situation came. And I was just like, I saw that and I was just like, Man, and so I called up Logan, and I was like, bro, like, you know, all this happened after you were publicly bashing God on your on your platform, and he was like, yeah, bro, I know, I know, and I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know what more sign that you need to no, turn wow. to him, but I was like, this is the sign that you need to turn to him, and he was like, you know, yeah, I've been praying, um, you know, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, and I was like, I hope you're not just saying, like, you know, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Like, you know, I, I like, and that was me, like, because it's just like, I just saw it, you know? Yeah, yeah it was in your heart. Yeah. yeah. And good for you for calling him and, and saying that, you know, being like, hey, this is my heart, you know, I think maybe, you know? You know what scares me, dude, is uh, how many more signs? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, like, bro, like, you know, what's next? I think it was the episode that you were on where he was like, if there's a God, present thyself. And then I, I literally, oh, yeah. in the video, I go, <sighs> I go, bro, the way he presents himself might not be the way you want yeah. to see it. Yeah. And now I'm watching all this happen, and I'm like, bro, like, at what? But also, it's like, dude, like, he's obviously wanting a relationship with you. Like, he's making your world very hard. And sometimes that's what we need as humans. We need to humble ourselves. When you were at your lowest, who did you knock and try to hang out with? God. When I was at my lowest, when you were at your lowest, I don't know if you have a religious, like, yeah, when... It, 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 there's a reason why in the Bible it, it was, and forgive my language, it was pieces of shit that usually had the best relationship with God is because they hit rock bottom. And uh, I just pray that, I, I just pray that their family becomes a family. 
and that, that, that they're good and that they, they experience what real love is. And I think that's what's missing in that home is, is the true endless generosity of God's love. Like it's, it's something that we all could relate. We could sit here and we could talk hours about, Yeah. but it's, it's hard to explain colors to a blind man. It's, it, you have to see it. And, you know he's, I mean? and he's colorblind. <laughs> dude, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that, dude. We'll end the podcast here. Thanks, you. I'm just kidding. Just imagine. <laughs> well, you knew you knew he was colorblind. I forgot about that. Oh, it was like you a, mean, it, forgot? Yeah, okay. it, wasn't, you know. it wasn't like I was like sitting here being like, yeah. Just, <laughs> every time I think of colorblind, I think of him crying in the video. Where I was like, dude, maybe I should. Maybe you let me look at your shit before you post it out yeah. there. Uh, okay, let's move on from uh, from the Pauls and let's go on. Let, to the let's next. move on from the title. We got you guys with the title. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> I don't even know if that's gonna be. That was a big portion, actually. Uh-huh. Portion. We're actually going to maybe use it as out. But you got some more drama with some E40 or like what was it? <laughs> E40. Yeah. He came back to life. <laughs> E40 died? I, I don't know. Did he? I don't know. No, E40 didn't die. I don't know. I, I, I might have been thinking about E40. Why didn't anybody tell me when he went? He was telling me when to go and nobody told me when he went. I, 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 think, I think I'm just pulling stuff out of my ass. I don't Wait. even really know who E40 is. He's like Did a rapper. E40 die? Oh, okay, okay. Do I know one of his songs? Sing a song. I don't even know Tell me song. when to go. Tell me when. No way. Oh, no, no, no. He's alive. He's Wait, alive. no, keep going. I want to know what song is. Tell going. me when to go. Go, dumb, go, dumb. You know what? It's where G Easy found his oh, insights. I don't know. Um, EDP 445. E- EDP 45. Eat that pussy 445. That's his name. That's his name. Oh, so it was hidden <laughs> in his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so wow. is he like a sex addict? No, he's uh, uh, he's a predator. Right. And he's got caught in the past. Could you fill us in on people yes. like us that don't know about yeah, this? Yeah, so back in 2021, mm. he got caught up trying to meet a 13-year-old girl. Uh, these YouTubers, they did like a sting operation. So it wasn't a real 13-year-old girl, but like he thought she was real. So he tried to go meet up with her. And um, they uh, caught him. It was like an hour-long interview. And yeah, he gave us some quotables. Like he was like, fist bump? And he was like, I just came here for a cupcake. And... Uh, <sighs> So how old is he? He's like in his thirties. Can I ask you something? Is yeah. he mentally all there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So these are choices that he's truly yes, making. Yes. Yes. Now, yes. 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 Is it also like, like a very gross approach, or was it like a very gross? Okay. Because uh, so with the new investigation that we did, he actually talked to a fifteen-year-old girl. He contacted a fifteen-year-old girl, and um, I was after. A, yeah, this is after the first time he got caught. So the first time he got caught, no criminal repercussions happened. Like, cause the way but they, he did wow. go through a really big amount of pain, right? Is your no, no, it's good. Oh. He did, but um, it, it's like he didn't go to jail. So so it's he like, didn't learn his lesson. He didn't learn his but lesson. But I heard he like went broke. He had to sell his stuff. Like yeah, but like you still know, didn't learn his lesson. Didn't learn his lesson, dude. If you go to jail for that, like it's it's a wrap for you. Like he needs to be someone's cupcake. No, for real, that's what happened. No, no, no. Right. No, they, I know they it. put you in that position for you to get fucked. I know. He's going to have to hold someone's pocket. Yeah. Why do you know so much about prisons? <laughs> she just straight up said that like it was nothing. <laughs> Bro, you got a gangster. You got a ride or die, literally. <laughs> I just do. Hold my shit. Well, hold your pocket. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. This- so then in 2015, he meets up. Or no, not in 2015. No, he, that, meets yeah, now, he meets a 15-year-old. Yeah, he meets a 15-year-old. Yeah, now. So, and you haven't posted the video yet. Yeah, we haven't posted the video yet. We're working on it right now. Um, that's going to be coming out. Um, we're aiming for September 22nd. We're going to drop the video. But um, this one, the authorities all know the uh, 15-year-old and her mother. They gave a statement, gave all the chat logs to the police. We confronted him. So Is he in jail now? or? 
So we're waiting. We're waiting for the police to do their thing. Uh, the only reason why this is public is I was going to wait until like this was like in the court process and everything. But the victim went public with it. So, uh, so he went public with it. No, the victim. The, the, oh, the, the victim. Girl. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you, yeah. Gotcha. She went public with it. So she, she went public with it. You know, I just came out and was just, you know, kind of talking about it a little bit. But um, I, I really hope this is the one that like gets him locked up. Right. He was on TikTok Live last night. And one of his friends, I'm actually about to do an interview with them after this. They were like, bro, just admit to it. Like, even his friends, like, know this. Like, right. And um, I talked to his friend a little bit uh, before, and they were telling me how they cut him off. But he has kidney failure. So when they heard that he had kidney failure, they went back into his life just to see how he's doing. And they were hoping he changed. And, like, people around him are hurt that, like, He's doing this again because I can only imagine. Is he only yeah. going after children, or yes. is he just going after love? He'll take it from anybody. He, he's literally said that he like in the chat log. He literally talks about how like he's attracted to the fact that she's young. Oh, okay, that's not like good. he was uh, when he was like so waiting so for her to turn sixteen. And he was gonna try to fly her out to so 16. he could give her a birthday dick because over in wait sixteen is not. You but in Nevada, sixteen's legal. But you the can't thing fly is, it has to be. Out. It has to be. It has to be like a three-year difference. He, he's not a smart person. He's he's <laughs> he's not I the mean, smartest. That's so sad. Can I ask you something? Were you scared he would kill himself over this? No, I was scared that he was gonna kill us because oh. when he first contacted her, he was like, "If this shit's fucking fake, uh, if this is set up, I'm gonna shoot this whole bitch up and shit like that." So we caught him laughing. Oh, so no, you said he was mentally all there, bro. People that are mentally all there don't say stuff like that. Well, or do I mean, things he might like be this. unhinged, but he is mentally all there, you know? In his mind, he's thinking, like, he doesn't think this is that crazy. Like, he doesn't think that this is disgusting and absolutely wild. He yeah. thinks it's normal. He thinks it's something he's into. So he's like, so if it's that guy again trying to mess me up, like, you know what I mean? Where does he live? Uh, so he currently lives in uh, Vegas. And so you flew out there to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We flew out there. So you were scared that he was going to do some shit? Um, we, 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 were, we were a little... Uh, you'll, you'll see in the video, but, like, it was definitely there because he is a gun fanatic, so we had to be uh, we had to be prepared for that. And he's a gun fanatic. Oh, he's a gun fanatic. Yeah. That is not a good combo. Yeah. Uh, being Jeez. an EDP and a gun fanatic is not a good combo at all. What did he? What did his? What was his content before all this stuff happened? What Bro, you know the crazy thing about it is I was a huge fan of his. Like he was so loved. So his content was just like, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty degenerate. Like him just like talking about him blowing up a, a like he literally like destroyed a Chipotle toilet and he's like waddling away. He's like, I just took a huge ass shit. But like we all thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit ever, and he would just always talk shit. And he was an Eagles fan, and they were just bad for years. And, like, we would always, like, you know, chirp at him. Then when they finally won, because his mother had died, but when they finally won, uh, everybody paid so he could go to the Super Bowl. And, like, like the video that, you know, he posted of him at the Super Bowl got, like, millions of views. So he was loved before. So mm -hmm. to go from, like, so loved to hate it is, right. like, it's, he lived long enough to see himself become the villain. And um, when I first found out about it, man, I was hurt, bro, because I fucked with him heavy. Yeah. 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 Did it feel weird that you took down somebody you used to look up to? Uh, not, Maybe if it was the first go around, yeah. But, like, the fact that I already knew what he was about mm. going into this one, it was just like, like, when are you going to learn your lesson, old man? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
And how's the girl doing? Is she okay? She's good. She's good. She's, she's, about, good. Bro, she's making content. Yeah, this. Do you think she went into this trying to like pop off? Or was this like a, something that... Like, why is she talking to him? That, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want oh, to she know. knew his identity? Like, she knew what she was getting herself into? She knew he was older? Uh, bro, she, she knew, she knew like, of him. I'm his victim. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, you, you watched it? Yeah. Yeah, so... um. Uh, that's all I watched though. I didn't even watch anything. I, else. I didn't know about it until she she had been talking to him and then I found out about it. And the first thing I did was I was like, let me talk to your mom. Good for you. And I talked to her mom. I was like, Do you know about this? Do you know about him and everything? And she was like, Yes, 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 yes. So, she knew about that. Shame on her. Yeah, so her mom knew. And then um when we were doing the investigation, like to confront him, we had I was like, I called her. It's going to be in the video, but I was like, you and your mom, go give your statement to the police. Yeah. So that way it can make the case a lot easier. So we also have a case number in Nevada as well. Like, what, what me and, uh, shout out to my, uh, but not even my partner in crime, shout out to Skeet, bro. Like, he's just the GOAT. Skeeter, Skeet, uh, Skeet Hansen, Skeeter Gene on YouTube. If you want to see some really good predator catches that lead to people getting to jail and entertainment-wise, he's the br- hilarious dude doing God's work. Oh. Uh, when, when we went into this, I want to make, because... I'm an entertainer. I know I know my limits, you know? So I knew I needed someone that really would know how to get this done. So I hit you want to make sure you do it right. Exactly. So I hit up Skeet right away. And um, yeah, so with, with Skeet being on this, I think we did it the right way to where he could c- get convicted. But Good. what she was talking about, like, I mean, I seen the whole chat log. What her intentions are, were, or going into this, I don't know. But what I do know is whatever her regardless, his intentions are it, bad. Exactly. Yeah. So whatever his intentions it. were is deplorable. You know. Um, I saw your Bible over there. Yeah, oh. I just got a new one because my other one was all marked up, and I was like, you know what? Like, I want to go into it with like, yeah. I see you're reading Psalms. I opened it up. I was like, oh, I was nosy. I was like, what are you talking to God about? Yeah, my mom. My mom. <laughs> That's so personal. <laughs> <laughs> notes is like personal. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. No, my mom. Um, Having a having a real believer in Christ and my mom, like whenever she would read her Bible, she does just always have it on Psalms. She would always just tell me like, Beautiful if prayers. you're going through something like in your life, read Psalms. Mm. And it, like it really is. Like, I feel like Psalms and Proverbs just like speak to me the most. Dude, mm. Proverbs to me is like if you ever want to start to just even know a glimpse of the like God's wisdom, like just read Proverbs, man. Like I don't care if you even don't believe in God, but if you read Proverbs, you'll just be like. What is it? How did they write this? Solomon was, in years the, ago? Solomon was in the lab on that one. Really? Like yeah. you really was. And I find it beautiful. Let me let me give you guys a little insight of what we're talking about. Proverbs is there was a there was a king, and he could ask for anything. And God was super impressed with him because he goes, What do you want? And he goes, I want wisdom. And that's so smart to ask for because it's kind of like if you if you teach a man how to fish, right? Instead of just give him a fish. Yeah. And he could actually like my biggest dream is to get to a place where not only am I taken care of for the rest of my life, but then my best friends, I could be like, okay, this is what your skill set is, and you should, you should do it like this and learn this. So when I read Proverbs, I see a very, very real, strong, powerful God showing a human being what's actually happening down here on earth. It's just like peeling back the curtains. It's like really understanding life in the most purest form. But yeah, Proverbs is a... Is a <laughs> It's a very powerful thing. Proverbs, the reason why Proverbs I'm very passionate about, Proverbs is what saved me when I was going through, what I was going through during Impulsive. Really? And I, oh, yeah. If you read, dude, if you read my journals during, because what I do is I'll, I'll journal my feelings. And some of them, you'll see the inks messed up because I'm just crying while I'm talking. 
and like I'll journal it and then I'll read a scripture from Proverbs that's literally like him talking to me, like a podcast, like him speaking to me about things. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll write down what he just said to me. And it's a it's a very powerful thing, dude. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing and ask you like what's happening behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I'm not going to even ask you after the um, podcast, but what I do want to ask you is I, how did you feel like like what 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 is your what was your emotion? How were you doing back then and how are you doing now? Like post everything. I I do. It's like multiple people, always new people coming downstairs. Um, how I felt was confused. I felt like where I was, where I always pictured myself with my best friends, like creating content, the whole world is looking at her art, like, but I just, it didn't feel like I was supposed to be there. And I, I just journaled, I go, God, like I'm too scared of leaving now because it's the thing that put me on at a whole different level. It's a thing that's providing for me and my friends, but I felt like God was telling me to leave and he kept telling me to leave and he kept telling me to leave. And I just, one day I was crying and I wrote down, I go, take me. I go, just take me, take my feet where you want them to be, where I'm too scared to be. And then all of a sudden, bro, just, you just see, everybody just sees me getting pushed out. And so I wasn't scared because I was like, oh, I asked for this. So, okay, let's leave. He gives it to you. He gives it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It don't be in the best way, but. Uh... I d- dude, but right now it's like, man, and I know this sounds crazy, but like I, I'm in the most happiest place I've ever been in my life. Really? Yeah, bro. When I was on Impulsive, I always tell people, I'm like, I want to be as happy as I was when I was working at Five Guys. I was just working at a, like a, a nine to five and I was just so excited about life. I never was stressed. I was never scared. I was just, I just knew God and me were just walking. Yeah. You would say that all the time. And now I just feel like, I just feel, you know what it feels like? This is the best way I could put it. It felt like before I was hanging on to God and I was like losing my grip. And now it's like God's holding on to me and it's impossible for me for me to leave. It's just like, I'm here and I'm locked in and I'm confident about where I'm at. And now it's like, even if the devil took everything away from me, I would just have a smile on my face. Like, you have nothing on me. I found my true happiness. Yeah. And my happiness is sitting in the presence of God. And there will be nothing that could ever steal me away from him now. That's, that's truly how I feel. Like, what do we do? Do we go on from there? Like, what do you like? That was, that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough. Well, um... How, wait. How did you feel? Because... You're his missus, so I know his pain is your pain. Yeah. How did you feel through everything, and how do you feel now? Well, now I feel so much better. But, yeah, no, definitely through it. I just, because when, yeah, whatever he feels, like, I feel. So when he's upset, when something's bothering him, when something is making him angry or hurt, like, it gives me just so much anxiety, like, just the most amount of anxiety, because I don't want him to be in this place, you know what I mean? So then it's kind of like you don't know... You know, he might say he's okay one day, but I'm like, are you okay? Like, you know what I mean? And then the next day, some something might be hitting him a little bit harder. And so it's just that, like, you know, pending anxiety of finding, waiting for him to find that peace and finding resolution within the situation, you know? And so I just think overall, I just was hurt that he was hurt. And that was the only thing, you know? And all I could really do in that moment is just be there for him and 
try and be what he needed to be and support him and help him in however way I could help him. And sometimes it was just either sitting there and not saying anything and just like listening or, you know what I mean? So I feel like your situation with what you went through was such a public testimony to so many people of just letting God take over because it was in such a public light of everything and just with his name and it's like you saw like other forces. It was like, it like I, I'm not even saying this to like really demonize Logan at all, but it's like I really feel like God was using Logan to prove a point to the world in the fact of like follow me because when you really think about it, like why would you want to leave Impulsive? You know, it's like it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want it wouldn't make sense at all. But look at where you are now. It's like. I feel like it was a testimony for so many people of like, stop holding on to what you're holding on to because that's not my final plan for you. I Mm -hmm. want you to be here. And I feel like you leaving, taking that leap and doing what you feel is right, what you know is right and listening to God, that's helping so many other people. Because I know it helped me. Like seeing you get through that and you not folding and you not conforming and you not, you know, just staying where... You got a silver spoon and where, you know, you might have a rusty spoon some nights and stuff, but still like taking that leap of faith and inspired me. So I can only imagine how many other people are inspired. No, that means it. the world to me, bro. That really does. Thank you. I'm, uh, the one thing I would say is, uh, I'm going to bring it back to bell. Like this, this ch- like not changed my point of view on you, but like, this is how I knew everything could everything's going to be okay with you as my partner is because it was during a moment where I was going through where the internet was talking about something I was going through, but it wasn't the truth and nothing hurt me more. Cause I'm like, dude, this is a lie. They're, everything that they're speaking and clowning on me and taking me on is a lie. It, it was an edit. It wasn't real. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm in like a meditation like point where I'm like on my knees and I'm like sitting there and I'm like praying to God. But then I just broke down, bro. And I just started, crying and I kept asking him like what did I do why did, why is this happening and why why do I feel so alone like what's going on like and I just started sobbing and she came and she slid on like her back against the wall and I couldn't see what she was doing and I'm just sitting there I'm choking up and all of a sudden I hear like paper flipping and then she just starts reading the bible to me doesn't say a word she just puts her hand on my back and goes like this and just she starts just like praying over me and reading the scripture and dude, it felt like somebody lifted me in the sky. And I was like, that, like, and I, and I never thought I'd ever talk about that, but that was possibly my favorite moment with you, like over everything. And like, I would give everything up to just spend my life with you reading the Bible and hanging out because you're, <laughs> you're my truly, <laughs> like when I got put to the test, the scariest thing is when I'm going through a test is the people that I love, I'm watching them leave. And my scariest one was like, I can't let Belle leave. Like, I, I can't, but I can't also pull you into my life, right? That's your choice. So when I watched you not only rock with me, but you, you weren't holding my hand only, you were holding the Lord's. And it was a wrap. It, it was that moment in time where I was like, I'm okay. I got everything that I need. All right, God, take me where you need to go. And then everything just started. My mom had a dream like a couple nights before that, or a couple nights after she says, I saw you with God. 
not like God, like God took form, but it was like a, it was like a light. And God says, tell him to go this way. And I go this way. And every time I'm putting my foot down, it's the path is being made. So it was like, my mom told me, she goes, I think it's time for you to leave impulsive. And like, I was just like, this is really crazy. And, and also it's like, bro, imagine like starting a fucking podcast, like after you're on the biggest podcast in the world, like it's the scariest thing. You're like, no one's going to be on the show. And now we talked about what's like happening in the future. And it's just like, every time I look at that, I like, I have to give the glory to God as much as I sound like a crazy nut, like just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But it's like, yeah, it is Jesus. Cause like all of you guys left. So I ain't, I ain't taking away the biggest partner. They didn't leave. He removed them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, well, well, thank you for yeah. even saying that. And I love you. And of course, I mean, and I think that's too, it's, I think it's your, your immense faith in God. And I think that too, through that, you know, in my faith in God and knowing like from an outside perspective, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you're so talented. You, you're such a good human. You have such a good heart. And so in my mind, when you were going through all that, I was, it's, I'm like, I know it's going to be okay. Like I just knew it was going to be okay. I knew that this was a rough patch, but I'm like, I know it's going to be great. I know you're going to be good. I know you're going to get through this and you're going to be better for it. You know, it was just hard for you to see it at the time, of course, cause you're going through something, but I always knew you were going to be just fine and better because of like the person that you are, you know? Yeah. And happy as a girlfriend that you were away from people who were hurting you. Because you don't... Why would I want you around that? Michael, like, seeing thumbnails and just seeing the gifts you have on, it's so happy. Like, it puts a smile on my face. Like, seeing, like, you just, like, keep on leveling up and getting better. Like, because, bro, like, bro, everybody loves the underdog story. Everybody. I appreciate it. You guys are, like, making me feel a certain way. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, we won't leave your side, bro. I appreciate that. I really do. And and truly, this is, like, one of the reasons why I said I'd come to you is because, like, dude, like, as much as we're in the same field, like, I'm a huge fan of you guys. Like, I, I love being involved in anything you guys are doing. And um, I'm just, su- I'm still super grateful. You know what I mean? And, and I really appreciate you guys. Vice versa, bro. Vice versa. Um, <laughs> You're always going to be part of Raw Dogger Nation. Oh. What was that? Oh, you dropped... Celsius, you could buy it at your local Walmart, Target, <laughs> CBS, Best uh, Buy. Okay, so what's like, what's a future project you guys are working on that you guys are excited about? Future project, man. Uh, obviously, the EDP catch, and um, you know, I feel like I feel myself growing up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you want kids? No. Well, you like investing? Uh, like, what, I, I what know it? you're probably trying to, I'm only 22 years old. You just said chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. You just said chat. I'm going to call you out on it, bro. <laughs> you just looked at the camera and said, hey, chat. <laughs> bro, I'll be, I be looking at that computer screen for five hours. Uh, like, yeah. chat, like. Hard habits, though, right? But um, what was I going to say? I feel myself growing up a little bit. And it's like, obviously, I, I'm going to keep on making videos and stuff, but. Like, even after the WNBA video, I was just like, yeah, this shit's funny, but it's just like, it doesn't hit the same for me no more. You, you've moved on from it. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to do something else. I haven't moved on from it because something, an ideal pop in my head where it's like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, just always, it's like, just always just going out and just doing like some little mischievous thing. Cause I don't think like what we do. Like the pranks. Yeah, I don't like, think what we do is bad, but. I feel like world where the world is right now, 
it's like not everybody's gonna be as happy as you. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, I we're living in that. a really like like a really sad. People are sad right now. It's it's tough right now out here. I mean, but you turned them around like that painter that you messed around with at the the. Well, not the fair, but the um, the mall. pier. Uh, the Mall of America. Mall. Oh, that was at the Mall of America. Yeah, oh, okay, that was yeah. at the Mall of America. Like, it, I I just saw clips of it where it was like he was really mad at you, and then all of a sudden you guys were working together and you're smiling. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Was, uh, angry Art Ho. Angry it. Art Ho. Oh, so he matches his uh his his name is Angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so funny. That's a sweet. Are you? Name. Do you guys still keep in contact or no? I haven't talked to him in a while, but um, last time I did talk to him, you know, he was saying his wife and everybody was doing good, so. I'm happy for him. But, like, for every angry artist, you know, there's going to be some people who are just like, bruh. Like, you know, it's like, and it's just, I've been, I've been having a lot of fun just streaming lately, like, yeah. and I'm going to, like, obviously record, like, you know, we're about to go to the Simon charity match uh, flying out there this week and stuff like that. So there's a lot of content to still be made, but I feel like the pranks are going to be a little bit more way far between mm. because just like that's not where my headspace is all you want to be creative in a different way yeah well you know what it doesn't it is have hard to like we get we get recognized in the most randomest like it'd be someone like i don't even think they know who i am and like Jadion? I'd be like the marcus cousins like <laughs> it'd be so crazy well i mean that's like a blessing and a curse right it's like you you got to a place where bro it, it's really weird when you go to a town where they don't even speak your language and they're like, Judeon? Judeon, what are you here in Israel? Why? You know, nah, like, you see, I went to Panama, and I didn't, like, that's when I realized, I was like, man, like, the Latin space is so untapped. Yeah. They are. They've always been, though. But I, uh, I did a video with Mr. Beast, and uh, I wasn't even with Jimmy until we got to the island. But me just being with uh, Tariq and Nolan and Chandler, that's the squad. We're on this island on Panama, right? We were just riding around. Bro, kids, Mr. Beast, like, for, it didn't even speak a lick of English, and they just recognized him. Um, they, they, they weren't even Jimmy. They were, like, his friends in the videos. Yeah. So I can only imagine if it was him. It was just so eye-open. I was like, wow. I was like, yeah. and, like, the, and the thing that was even crazy was, like, they didn't know them by name. They'd be like, Tariq Chandler. And it was like, bro, these are, like, his friends in the vid. This is a... The guy, so I was like, because I never seen Mister, I never seen Jimmy like in like a place with people. I've only because uh, so what we did was uh, Jimmy he had uh, asked me to be in a video. We were supposed to um, be on an island for seven days, but we didn't. This we guy's didn't get, always like, always on an island. Like, how, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like, and if you if you win, you get the island. He's like, bro, this is a country. You can't give this away. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this a little bit before. So. You were supposed to be completely stranded, right? With like yeah. nothing on you. Yeah, Are you so, even allowed to be talking about this? Oh yeah, yeah. Jimmy said it was oh, cool. Oh, this you give a preview about, but you're working on it. Give a preview about. We we only did it for we only did a day. But I'm, what I will say is, they they're so real, like real real. Like they don't fake anything. Like Jimmy was literally mad because we did the intro. And, like, his production crew were, like, leaving, but they were, like, being a little bit slow. He was like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Like, I don't want anybody thinking this is fake. Mm. Had them fly out on a helicopter. Had some of them fly out on a boat. It was just us six on that island. And there was no material. Like, all we had was the material that we brought. There was nothing on the island left for us. And it was, that was one of the hardest days of my life. Like, it was tough. 
Like, I got all these bumps. Like, I got these bite marks all over oh, my yeah. body. So what are the bumps from? So these are called sand fleas. Yeah. So we have to build our own. Are they inside of your skin right now? No, no, no. They just bit us. Like, so we have to build our bed out of bamboo. So we have to find bamboo. Then we have to tie it together on these trees. And we only had enough for five of us to lay on it. And then um, the other filmer, Jason, he had to, like, sleep somewhere else. So <laughs> oh we're God. sleeping. Go sleep by the rocks. <laughs> literally. That's but true. we had to sleep like sardines. So it was Tariq here, me here, Jimmy here, Chandler there, and then Nolan at the end. And we're just all just sleeping here. And we had like this like military grade off. Didn't do shit. We're just getting eaten up all night. And like I was about to go to sleep. Like imagine just sleeping on hard bamboo. And the only thing that's cushioning it is just like some leaves. Like we'd put yeah. like a multiple layer of leaves to make it softer. <laughs> But, like, you just still feel the bamboo. But I'm about to go to sleep. And right before, like, I'm really about to go into that room state, mm-hmm. get a Charlie horse. What? And I'm thinking, everybody else oh. are quiet. Their eyes are closed. And so, like, I don't want to wake everybody up. So I'm just like, <laughs> like, trying not to wake everybody up. Hey, and man, then, that looks demonic. Wait, did you, know, you get a Charlie horse from someone kicking you beside you or just No, just happened? holding in this position. Yeah, I just, just got a Charlie horse just like... Oh. We, no. were sleeping, like, we were like sleeping. Like, what about drinking oh. water and shit? So for our drinking water, they we only had like 15 gallons of water to last us seven days. And um, there's there was water in the island, but we had to find it. But there was pure, there was like water, drink, like, you know, pure water in the island. Yeah. Or we'd have to get the seawater and we would have to boil it. Right. But question, uh, like what happens if you need, like, yo, we can't do this. We're quitting. Like, how do you, like you, how do you let them know? Uh, we, so after that first night, we all looked at each other and we were like, do we think we could do seven days? And we were like, mm. <laughs> So I, I'm praying to God that we do it again because I think oh, yeah? we could do it. Like, why would you ever want that again? Bro, in the moment I fucking hated it. I was like, I was in my head like, why the fuck did I tell Jimmy I would do this? But leaving, I felt like such a sad, like, bro, we were like, we were, um, taking our showers in the ocean and we were doing it at night, but you're not supposed to do that because that's when predators come out to like eat on um, little that fish. YouTuber? Huh? <laughs> EDP comes out. What kind of predators? <laughs> like sharks? Uh, yeah, there was a little bull shark about like this big. Bull sharks? Yeah, it was about this big though. Uh, and it came, <laughs> came by and we were like, oh fuck. Then we went back in and a fucking stingray came by. <laughs> While we were in How the water. How are you seeing this shit at night? So we had someone have a flashlight while we were in the water. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but one thing I will say, the reason why Mr. Beast is so successful is his team. Shout out to Connor. Shout out to um, Logan. Shout out to Tyler. Bro, his team. <laughs> me, me and him just go clip. <laughs> his team, they're on the same wavelength as him, but more like, mm. shout out to Will. They're all locked in on a goal of entertaining everybody, bro. That's and awesome. just seeing how their team operate, seeing how uh, his on-screen characters like Tariq, Chandler, Nolan, all of them are um, just like in sync. It was so inspiring, bro. I like. I was only with them for well, I was with them for like three days, but on that island, I was only with them for a day. But I've had such a more level of respect, like. I know everybody's like, yeah, Mr. Beast like puts a lot to his videos, but like it's like you really don't even know how much he puts into his videos because it's not just him. Like he has a team of him. Yeah. And when you have people with the same mindset of you, and I think the craziest part 
that really made me do it is that his team, I think, is crazier than him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, his team, they're hungrier than him. Imagine, imagine you had, like, a higher-up, like, like, your producers and stuff that are hungrier than you. Well, maybe he, he's smart, so he probably made that, so yeah. it's like mm-hmm. that. Because if the person above you, or not above you, but the people around you are, like, slow and they're weak, they're, yeah. they're going to slow you down. Yeah. You hear that, Reed? It's hard. I mean, it's hard finding a good team. So yeah. that's great that you feel so strongly, you know, about them. Also, he couldn't find a different island that didn't have sand fleas. Like, I mean, they're all gonna have them. Probably. You're so bougie, bro. Like, come on, Mr. Beast. What do you mean? You're I've, number one. Okay, but, uh, they, get a better sand beach. Sand I was even talking to them. I was like, "Fuck, man, we can't, we can't have tents." And they were like, no, it will ruin the integrity of the video. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, but Mr. Beast, you're not even fucking here. So, like, <laughs> give us a fucking I, tent. I was joking the whole time. I was like, yo, when do our extras come in? Like, <laughs> but fuck, man. Yeah. Them niggas must have got lost at sea because <laughs> they never came in. But that's wild. If they do that video again, I would. Were you getting paid for down. this? Nope. <laughs> You just you signed this up for free. Just went there and it got canceled. I mean, it is. But a it cool was a experience. great time. Yeah. Because you think like, huh? If I was in the show Lost, what would I do? Exactly. Exactly. Like you, we all thought about that as a kid. Like, yeah. oh, if I was stranded on an island, and it was like you're living it out in the moment. You fucking hate it. It's horrible. Right. It sucks. Hey, man, I don't like, think anybody's like, this is great. I have no food, <laughs> no supplies, no nothing. Bro, I can't even go on a picnic. I get annoyed. I'm like, oh, I forgot this thing. And the whole time I'm just thinking about that. We had MREs, but it took us. Four hours to make our fire. MREs? So, uh, meal ready. I don't know what it stands for, but basically it's like military food. So oh. it's like this like processed food that you have to pour hot water into. And I then actually it's have good. a bunch of those at the house right now. Mm-hmm. So we, we had those <laughs> to picture. eat, but we couldn't eat them until we had water. Hot was it water. tasty? I'm not glad that shit was I don't know if it's because we worked all day to build our beds and stuff. Ooh! No way, Jimmy. If you could like, just send me the clip of us eating the food. We were grubbing. We were like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Like, we were grubbing. Like, we did a mukbang. We were just talking, and they're so funny. They are so fucking funny. Like, them niggas are not rated G. Like, they they they, they edit around it, but they are so funny, bro. I love Ooh, that. Great. I love that you're excited about Especially it. Especially Tariq. Tariq is hilarious. Mr. Beast, if you're watching, I never want to be a part of your videos. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like, how Assyrian could you be? And then I'll be like, okay, maybe I could be a part of that one. But like, the whole like, leave me on an island, bro. Like, no. Absolutely not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to rough it. I, I went camping once with my dad, and he's like, okay, go poop. And I was like, okay, where? And he goes, you can dig a hole. And I was like, dig a hole? <laughs> and that was it for me. I was like, never again. Never. I'm not doing that. Everybody's like, oh, yo, if there's an apocalypse, you're gonna die. I'm like, good, gone. I don't want to be there anymore. What True. the fuck? If there's no movie theater, if there's no like night, like if I can't movie go, if I can't go get a nice <laughs> massage on a Sunday after church, dude, I don't want to be here anymore. What is it? I love my back to the man. old days. <laughs> Wait, so okay, because you've done so many, you know, crazy adventures for your videos. What's out of all of them? What's the for you the craziest thing you feel like you had to do? Like it gave you the most nerves. Yeah, it's a good question, Belle. Yeah. Yeah, what were you the most nervous? Uh, and by the way, your videos are another people's videos. Like, it could be anything. Yeah. What was the most Any content the you've created. most nervous I've ever been f- during a video. <sighs> mm. I'd have to say maybe... I don't even know. What do you think? Which one would like... I get nervous during the lectures for some reason. The lecture? Which one did like you were like, man, I was Did like, you say the electric? About- 
The lectures. All oh, like lecture. We do lecture pranks. Like we used to do uh, college lectures. Those would always keep me nervous. For real. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. I guess the most recent one that made me super nervous. I guess I would say like the Gatorade one. Oh, dude, I could have done this the whole time. The Gatorade, Gatorade one. Oh yeah. Uh, we snuck in the Gatorade and we had Gatorade employees try Prime, but I wasn't really nervous for that one. Well, I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of one we were nervous for. I I I guess. The one I was most nervous for, I would say, is one that Nico set me up on, where I hung a picture of myself uh, as the, the Mona Lisa next to the Mona Lisa in the Louvre in Paris. How? How? How did you do that? <sighs> that boy Nico is a mastermind. Like, it is, <laughs> is actually he, is crazy. He, is he, like, socially awkward in real life? He's not socially awkward, but uh, he's very humble. He's, like, reserved a little bit, but he, he's so funny. On and off camera. I've right. never got to meet him. Oh, you haven't? No, never, never. Oh. But he's very sweet. We've talked over like like DMs and stuff. Very sweet guy. I just I, I just felt like he's one of those guys that thrive in the videos, but like shuts down in like normal settings. I wouldn't say he's like that, but like he's just like it took you a long time to answer that. <laughs> Cause he, he he's just like on to the next. Like he's all because he's working on his channel and then he's working on Beta Squad. But I'm not gonna lie, I think he's top. Three creators on YouTube, like the the content that he puts out is amazing, mm. and the fact that like he got me to put a picture next to the Mona Lisa, and I got arrested in Paris. Spent, yeah, I was gonna say, are you banned from the Louvre? I'm banned from the Louvre, and I spent 24 hours in a Paris jail. What was that like? Were you holding anybody's pockets? No, actually, it's way better than American jail because they put me like in my own cell. And uh, the, actually, the food was pretty good. I was going to say, I bet the food was good. The food was... What the fuck? I Dude, don't like French food, pe- but... French food the, sucks. It does suck. What are you the guys talking they got about? Is French fries. French food is the history of food. French food is food. <laughs> no, it's not. Italian is Italian the history is. of food. And you're Italian. You should be ashamed Italian, of yourself. Italian. I'm French Italian. Mexican. What is that thing you so did? I have to, Asian. What, what is that thing you did that Italians would be ashamed of you and you did it in front of me? What was it? No, don't tell people. Tell me. No. Come on. I have family. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, they don't need to know. Tell me. No. We're not moving on until you tell me. I like pineapple on my pizza. Pineapple on her pizza, bro. <laughs> mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's dude? fine because I'm a real Italian, so I can. I can make up my own rules. Not anymore, you're not. <laughs> People at home are like, what the fuck is she talking about? But also, French food is, that's culinary, like, history and, you know, it's art. No, it's okay. not. It's not. It's not. Y'all are tripping. I went to Paris once. Paris is French. Yeah. Okay. Paris I was in Paris once, and they were the meanest people in the world. <laughs> they, are, they hate Americans. They're so mean. They hate Americans there. It's just, you know, different cultures have their different uh, characteristics, and French. A big characteristic in French people is, you know, they just they like what they like, and like they, no, no season. you know, the place they, they like to eat at the same place, do the same thing, have the routine, things like that, and so. I don't know when loud American people come and disrupt. Like they just don't like that. You ever heard of the catacombs? The what? The Paris catacombs. Oh yeah, where there's all the bones and stuff. We we spent the night under there. No way. What is that? So it's this big labyrinth underneath Paris, over two hundred. So it's like a maze, like. But it's really a great. Wait, is it the underground thing that they did, like the bunkers? It's like a city with the with the bodies. You know all the bones of skeletons. Six million bodies below the city of Paris. But like alive or dead? dead? Oh yeah, no alive. Because in Vegas, underneath there's uh, there's like thousands of people that live. Oh underneath. yeah, more people. Oh, the you thought I was dumb, huh? <laughs> you thought I was dumb until I brought that shit up. Would you ever go underneath the Vegas grounds with me? Uh, nah, cause I'm my, uh, my boy uh, Tyler Oliveira. He did a video. They they don't like outsiders, you know. 
And I wouldn't feel comfortable like filming homeless people. It would be kind of weird. Are they homeless? I thought they just like built a city down there. No, they're homeless. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I feel bad. And then it's it's really weird because like they have to like a lot of them die down there because um, the 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 flood system they'll turn it on because no one's supposed to be down there. So there'll be homeless people just getting drowned out, or they hear the water coming and they have to just run for their life. No, this is a movie. Wow. No, it's for real. There's no, I know, but there should be a movie. There's documentaries on it. Uh, if you guys want to learn about that, go on my uh, my friend Tyler Oliveira's channel. He uh, he did a video about the more people that live underneath the uh, Vegas um, Vegas. It's it's really interesting. I didn't know about it until I saw his video. So you went underneath in Paris, and there's dead bodies. Did you see the dead bodies? Oh, there's six million dead bodies on there. Mm. Why? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for being stupid, but why is this a thing? So what happened was. Um, in Christianity. Look at this guy's a G, bro. Look at this. Yeah, no, I was like, this is so smart. <laughs> He's clutching it. They um, so for the resurrection, they wanted their you know loved ones to come back. So they thought, oh, if we burn bodies and stuff like that, then uh, they won't be you know resurrected whenever Christ comes back. Yeah. So they will, you know, obviously. But that's a bur- biblical thing. You're not supposed to be uh, cremated. It's, it talks about that. Yeah. So they like buried the bodies. But why don't they just bury them normally? But what happened was when they would bury the bodies, uh, they didn't bury them deep enough. And there was one day where it just rained real bad and all these bodies just fell out. And like Paris stunk. Like everybody would make fun of Paris. Like it, was, it had a horrible stench because they wouldn't bury the bodies properly. And then one day, like these bodies, they just rolled out because it rained and it covered this little girl. And the citizens were like, all right, we had enough. So they built Dude, a, these underground tunnels. a bunch tunnels. of dead bodies covered a little girl? Yeah. Bro, she's traumatized. Mm-hmm. I nice. mean, probably like, what, 500 years ago? She probably traumatized. I think she got over it by now. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's okay now. She's technically one of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, was, this was years ago. This was like 500 years ago. So got they it. built the underground tunnels and everything, and they buried the bodies down there. And so uh, then eventually, you know, they stop it. But there's six million bodies. And it's just basically a giant cemetery. And, but also down there is so many different parts of history. So, like, you'll have one part where it's in the 1700s. Then you have another part where it's the 1940s. And you'll see a Nazi bunker down there whenever Nazi um, occupied um, France. So, like, we literally saw a French bunker and we saw the Nazi bunker. And it was crazy because it's like they're right next to each other. And the guy that took us down there... He was telling us, because we did an illegal tour. We did a legit tour where, like, all the tours go, but it's, it's nothing. It's so small. And then you have the legit one where it's, it's illegal because, like, it's so easy to get the lost on there. It's 200 miles. And so this guy. 200 they, they, miles? 200 miles. And they try to cover up all the spots, but they don't know where. So many that it's just impossible. So this guy, they're called uh, cattlephiles, and they live down there. Well, they don't live down there, but they'll like they'll spend like days down there. They clean up, take care of it. No way. And is um, that illegal or is it illegal? It's illegal, but in all honesty, it shouldn't because they're preserving it. So I found this guy, and he uh, he took us down there, and he really showed us around. Now, what happens if they catch you down there? Uh, there's no way they'll catch. The it only way they can catch you is when you come up. But it's like a fine. Like it's not like crazy illegal. Like they catch you. That's what the. The guy was telling us. Yeah. That it's like when they catch you, it's just. It's like, just more of the fact of like they don't want people getting lost because like you could die. Like a dude in like the 40s, he went down there and his light broke. He couldn't find his way back and he died. And some people came like a couple weeks later and they found his body and he was only like 
10 meters away from where no uh, he needs to get out. Wow. How far is 10 meters? Uh, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's like 80 feet. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know meters. I don't know why I even said meters. Um, I just remember them telling the story. Damn, that was not very sophisticated of you, bro. I, was like, I know. Shit. Until you caught me out on the feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You got to stay down. I've never gotten to see it in person because... I lived in France until I was 10, so my mom's not going to... We'd go all the time to go see all the museums, things like that, but yeah. we didn't go see that, you know? So I do want to go back and go down there because it looks really cool. Yeah, you can either go... So the crazy thing about it is, like, we thought it was going to be, like, crazy haunted. We thought, like, it was going to be, like, dummy, weird. But when we did the official tour, the lady that does the official tour, she's a cataphile. She's a what? She's a cataphile. Like, she gotcha, goes gotcha. around, but she works in the, like, official part. And she was saying how, like, the official part is the haunted part and how when and she said, like, they've like, oh, yeah. seen a lot of weird stuff in the official part. But, like, in the uh, unofficial part, it's chill. Hmm. Like, it's just it's just regular. Literally, all it is is just it's it's, it's so it's just quiet. It's just quiet. And <laughs> you guys are like, just in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine just like a giant cave that has no end. Just skeletons on the wall. Yeah, everywhere. Did you see any bodies? Yeah. All the skeletons and oh, the bones. It's not, it's not bodies, it's bones. All the bones are like on the wall, Georgie. Like you can see, they're like, it's on I the think wall. That's seen, the, I think that's I've the seen official a, one. That's the official, yeah. Okay, but so. for the regular one, they're just, like literally, we're just like, you have to like, and it, 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 feels, it feels bad, you know? It feels bad because like, you know, we, we try our best not to, you know, defile it, but it's just some parts you have to walk through it. Yeah. But like, you know, if we could, we would try not to, like, you know, step on the bones and stuff, but it's it's crazy. Dude, that's wild. That was the scariest moment in my life. For real. <laughs> right? For a second, we lost the guy. No way. Oh, yeah, we lost him for, like, a good five minutes. Hey, man, how the fuck does that happen? Bro, he was smoking weed when we finally... He was rolling up. He was down high there? down there? Oh, they were smoking down there. You were high down there? You lit up. What if you... What if... I don't know. No. I don't high. know where you were going, but I would be fucking paranoid as shit. I can't even be in a Target high. I was, but then, like, I don't know. He just seems so chill. And, like, <laughs> Who's so chill? The bodies? There's some dead bodies here. It's cool, bro. Well, Have like, you ever laughed and been like, I'm dead? There was it's a like bone that. thrown. Somebody threw a bone? There was a bone thrown. <laughs> Someone made a bone thrown. One of the catalysts? Or? Yeah. Yo, humans are weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. Someone's did you bones? sit on it? I did. I have a picture of it. Can it I see it? I did sit on it. You did? I did. You were smoking oh, yeah, a bowl. Yeah, we got that picture. <laughs> you were too high to remember. <laughs> you took the picture. I did. That's so funny. You didn't sit on it. You took the picture. <laughs> that was such a stoner move, bro. <laughs> did, were you not? What were you, were you, were were you saying, though? Huh? What were you saying? Did you, um, wait, what's the word? 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 You know, uh, what's the word? I, keep I got smoking. it. I got you know when you it. Smoke, Necrophilia. No, when you smoke in the car. <laughs> when you smoke in the car and you. Hotbox? Yes. Did the. Babe, it's 22 Did lines. the tunnel get like hotboxed? Did, did, did it hit harder down there, Vita? They were all split, so it wasn't like a joint. It was like a split joint. Which so you're saying, that, you're saying that pa- that Paris pack whack? <laughs> no, I didn't know if it was like tight quarters, you know, and then the whole like the tunnel area gets her in was just. <laughs> did you post this picture of you on the throne? Uh, I think I did. I think I put it on my story. The video's on my second channel. I didn't post it like that. 
I yeah. wasn't posted on the main, but I never did. You, that's your like second channel. Type be po- of we Damn, be posting weird bro. stuff. We on fucking the- suck. I wanted it to be the main, bro. I dressed up like Indiana Jones. We might re-edit it and post it for Halloween. It, it. So that's that's not it, the bone throne, but that's me as a uh, Indiana Jones, and we were just chilling. Cause there's like chill areas where like everybody will just like chill and stuff. Oh, it's dark like that down there. Bro, no. If you turn your lights off, you can't see. You can't see. My, I can put my hands right here. Your eyes don't just there's no light at all. God, that's not. That's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. I would. I would. Fu- I would. I don't know. Did you guys have like backup backup lights? We packed food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot. I'm sorry. What did you just say? We packed food just in case. You packed food just in case. I thought you said you packed three lights. I go. That's not enough. Well, because you stayed the <laughs> night, right? You slept over. Uh, no, we didn't even sleep. We literally just explored the entire oh, okay. night. Oh, this is the Bone Throne. Maybe I didn't sleep on it. it Maybe I oh, did sit on it. He called you out, bro. I did I, sit on it, though. You told me oh, my you God, sit, bro. You said you sit on it because... These are real bodies, I was, huh? I, was, mm-hmm. I got scared earlier, remember? No, I don't. Awesome. And you said now you got to redeem yourself by sitting on the Bone Throne. The Bone Throne. King of the Bones. Hey, bro, like... I will say, I th- mean... Like, imagine being alive one day, and then we don't know what's going to happen technically hundreds and hundreds of years from now from our bodies. Like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what if the world changes where they're like, we got to dig up these bodies and do stuff with them? I don't know, right? But, like, who, like, those guys would have never thought that one day a YouTuber would sit on their bones. On their bones. Like, I'm going to keep it real with you. That's massively disrespectful, bro. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They they made the bone throne, so I had to, I had to take a seat. I would sit on it too, probably. I wouldn't. Oh, this is uh, me next to my picture, next to the Mona Lisa. You took, well, you were, you were able to do that? Yeah. Wait, hold on. How? Oh, no, no, no. You it's put him. your picture over her? No, no, not over oh. her. It was just next. How did you How did you put yourself up there? Uh, there was an empty spot, so I put my picture. No, I, did you hang it? How did you do it? Uh, oh, adhesives? Yeah. No, no, no. It was the, um, you know, like the, what, what are those things? The, a nail? Yeah. What are they called? Command strip. Command strip. He said it like nine times. Command strip. <laughs> what is it called? Command strip. Remember he said But it. that thing. Command strip. Maybe he said that guy Nico helped him get this uh, photo. Nico Amalana. Next to the no, so he wasn't with us. He just like gave us the plan, gave us anything. Uh, we went in and did it. He's like, here's the blueprints. Because he you, got banned because he did the exact same could thing. You, could you text me both of those pictures so I could put them I up? I got you. Yeah. Hey, also, um, how long did it take for them to just like be like, hey, that's not the Mona Lisa? Uh, so we had a huge crowd. Uh, you could get the video from him. We like, just had a huge crowd of people just like taking pictures of me next to it. And it was crazy. And then... Um, uh, one of the security was like, you got to go, you got to go. And I could have got away with it, but I wanted to bring the picture with me. So I took the picture off and we're leaving. And then I just had so many security guards like surrounding me and stuff. Yeah, because they're like, what are you holding? Not yet. <laughs> and we had so many security guards surrounding me. And it they probably were... looked like you stole an art piece. Yeah, bro. exactly. So I was just like, Vito, go, go, go. Because I knew I was going to get arrested, but I didn't want him to get arrested. So he left. And um, they're like kind of like holding me back. Then all of a sudden, the spec op. Bulletproof vest cops with ARs come on rollerblades. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? They're, bro, they look like G.I. Joe all the way down until you see the rollerblades. That's a Mission Impossible movie. Literally. Like, how you, how did you, they just go, Shh, what are you doing? Literally. No, they're, they're talking French. They're just talking French. And, like, and then they bring me into a room. Wait, babe, babe, speak French. Go. <laughs> say, stop what you're doing. What are you doing? Go, say. Arrête de faire ça, tu fais quoi? Nah, they were chill like that. They, they were chill, they were chill. <laughs> okay, say chill. They, they were like, 
Uh, they, uh, so how, how do you say niggas in Paris in French? I'm not saying that. going with this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bye. Do not do it. No, but the funny thing about it is after I got back to the station, um, they figured out who I was and everything, and I was a YouTuber. And one of them rolls up to me. and he's Literally. Like, you, literally. <laughs> he rolls up to me, and he's like, I, I liked your video. And I'm like, what video? And he's like, the... And I'm like, what the fuck is what? That, what is that? And I was like, I was like, huh? He was like, the, do, 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 do. and I was like, what are you talking? About? And then he gets his phone. And he shows me, shows me my uh, TikTok because I made a TikTok with the niggas in Paris instrumental, and I'm in front of the Eiffel Tower, oh. and he was like, niggas in Paris, <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, it was so the funniest funny. thing. Like I thought it was hilarious. But cops on rollerblades in France—it's not uncommon. Really? No, that's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, but also I will say, like, as much as it's my country, and don't go there—you're gonna get killed. No, and, and, and you know, it's still, like I will always—you know—that's my place. But when we were talking about like the bone, you know, the bone tunnels and everything, I yeah. will say, like, looking back. France just has a really odd and kind of dark history. Like oh, yeah. a, a lot of their history is just really kind of dark and twisted and weird and and even some of the like like the the tales that they tell us as a kid, like things to like in during Christmas time there's this thing called uh, le père fouetteur and it's the whipping father. And like if you're not good, you don't just get coal in your sock, you get whipped. Was that Krampus? Is, is that Krampus? I think that thing that's what it's called yeah. in English. I'm like, yeah, just things like that where I look back and I, I talk about it with my sister and I'm like, yo, that's weird, right? She's like, yeah, it's really weird. You know, so yeah, France just has French a weird is, history. French history is so, I think French history is more interesting than English history. And I started studying, have you ever heard of uh, uh, Thomas Dumas? Thomas who? Uh, Dumas, uh, it's not Thomas, but it looks like Thomas, but it's like, uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas Dumas, but basically uh, he's he was Napoleon's black general. He was a black general. Uh, France, after the revolution, they desegregated the military to where anybody anybody could join. And he joined, and he was one of the best swordsmen. He was born in, in Haiti. His dad was white, and his mother was black, and she was a slave, but he had his freedom. Mm-hmm. And so he had his freedom, but then his dad... Uh, his parents died and he wanted to go visit them, but he didn't have enough money to go back. So he sold his family into slavery. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he sold his wife and his kids into slavery to have enough money to go back. So he goes back. So his son's in slavery for like six, seven years. He didn't come back for his kids? He, when he got enough money, I don't know about the rest of the family, but... He literally sold them out. He sold them. Wow. And then he he uh, got Thomas and he... I was going to say flew... He sailed him over to France, and then he had him study with, like, the finest swordsman, and he became one of the best swordsmen in France. And um, at first, he was just kind of just chilling around, but then, like, towards his 30s, he decided to join the military. So he joins the military, and he just goes up the ranks. And eventually, when Napoleon went on his um, mission to Egypt, um, Thomas Dumas, he was one of his head generals. He won so many battles. He was amazing. Like, he won this impossible battle in the Alps, like the icy mountains. He like they literally sent it out there because they didn't think he was gonna win, but he won his battle. And then when he went out with uh, when he went out with um, Napoleon to Egypt, uh, they were on their mission. But that mission was such a suicide mission. 
that they were like, all his generals were telling Napoleon, like, yo, we need to leave. We need to leave. Like, this is bad. Like, our horses are dehydrated. We're dehydrated. So he gets the first ship out. But while he's leaving, his ship gets captured. And he gets put in a prison to one of the uh, one of the Italian uh, shipwreck places that they have. So he's in there for like 10 years. Everybody thinks he's dead. But then when France recaptures it, he finally gets out and he goes back home. But Napoleon doesn't help him out at all, doesn't give him his rank back or anything. And Napoleon remembered him. But historians think that Napoleon had like he was mad that like he was going against him in uh, Egypt. This is when Napoleon was emperor. So he basically ran the whole show. Mm -hmm. So he lived for about three years. He had a son. And his son was about three years old when he died. Who had a son? Uh, Thomas Dumas. What happened to the family he sold out? I'm not sure what happened to the family. Oh, so he just forgot about them. I I, I can't say that. I don't it's know if he also like, bought them out. Well, how many decades? Like it's hundreds of years I, back. I, so I just learned about this. All I know is more about Thomas Dumas. But his son went on to become a famous writer. And his son actually created the Three Musketeers. So his son created the Three Musketeers, but it gets even more wow, interesting. After his dad, kind of. Yeah. So all so all the stories that his mom would tell him about his dad's war stories, it inspired wow. him to make so many different books. He made a bunch of other books, but the one I remember the most is he created the uh, Three Musketeers, and he also created another book called um, I forget what it's called, but that book that he created inspired the. Um, uh, Zorro and inspired the guy who made Zorro mm. and the guy who made Zorro the guy who made Batman was inspired by him wow. so it just shows you how history right. is influencing so mm -hmm. that's how we got Batman low key I just thought it was cool like how yeah. that just like the chain of things yeah and everything really like all stories movies everything comes back to either like uh, biblical or like past you know like 1900 days like everything has been inspired you know by yeah. the past yeah Dude, it's just, to me, it's like listening to their life story, and then ours is like, bro, what the fuck? Twitter took my verification away. <laughs> like, like our stories are so, like, if, if we all had to live at the same time, we'd get bodied, bro. We would get massacred. If they came back to life and they were, like, trying to, like, take dominance over us, who do you think's going to win? I don't know. There's some, there's some pretty cool stories from, like, the last, like, 50 years, you know? Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like that. There, there's some pretty cool stories, bro. But I think, sorry, <laughs> I think what you like you mean because those people back then were so much stronger. Like they had to kind of, you know, like in power wise, you know what I mean. They had to do everything themselves, and so they were like really strong. They're really able. They're really. You mean in that way? Like they would be able to like yeah, fight like, us. I don't know, man. I just think about as the years go on, we get softer as human beings. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like right now we're complaining about like fuck it takes me eight hours to get to New York and we're like dude you wouldn't have been able to go to New York you know what I mean like but okay but what what's better not being able to get to New York or being able to get to New York you know no for sure yeah. oh we're killing it bro we're li listen at the end of the day look at that guy's life that had to sell out his family and then you go upstairs turn your cameras on and you're sitting on a couch being like chat chat like you know what I mean like that's a huge different level yeah. and you're and you're a, you're making so much money off of this he had to sell his family off like two obviously you would want to live in this generation but in my mind it's like what if we lost all we had to do well, to kill somebody he didn't have to sell his family he like <laughs> like fuck that dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but think about this if if 
people, this is, you know how we, we like get into conspiracies and people are like, the government, they're doing this and they're doing that. And I'm like, the government just has to turn off your water and power and you're like fucked. Like realistically, we all rely on the internet and like everything else around us. Like if the internet just went out completely, it would take me forever to get back to Arizona because like I don't even know how to get back from here. Like I would have to like learn how to read a map. Yeah. Yeah. You Do mean you like pure like survival, like just being able to survive and make things happen. You know? We, you say that, but it's like, w- once it happens, it's like, it's just because you can't imagine you doing it, but adapt. you would, you, you would adapt. Yeah. Because, bro, sure. like, we've only had phones for, what, 30 years? Not even 30 years. We've only had smartphones for, I don't even say 20, like 15 years we've had smartphones. Yeah. yeah. But look how much we rely on them. So, technology now is, when, we, when I was growing up, calculators were like, you could maybe use a calculator. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You start to do the long form. Exactly. Yeah. Now, imagine 50 more years of us relying on technology, and if technology goes away, a lot of people are dying. Like, that's not like, you know you, what I mean? You heard about yeah. that chip thing that they're going to put in the head? Yeah. the It's either, no, it's in your hand. The mark of the beast thing? Uh, Well, yeah. Elon's, I think Elon's working on one where you put it in your head. Oh, you're talking about... Um, the Neuralink. Neuralinks. Yeah. That's not That good. shit's crazy. Would you guys get that? No. You I will put it in my son. And I would see what happens. Shut that, up. That, no, that. I would, lo- I would, I would like, because like a lot of people come up to me like, dude, have you heard of the Mark of the Beast where they put this and this? Listen, every generation, they think it's a new Mark of the Beast. They exactly. thought the cell phones were the Mark of the Beast because you have a cell phone number. And, but it's not. We just use it for technology. Yeah. Now, is it fucking some people up for sure? But that's in your control. It's in moderation, right? I don't know if I would put anything in my hand just because I don't, I want to see how it works. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I would li- leave it for like maybe a couple years, five years, ten years. See how everybody's doing. If this guy's yakking, is this killing him? Is it giving him cancer? That's what I'm mostly scared about. Yeah. But the whole mark of the beast is like, bro, no, because you could put that shit in me, but I'd still be following Christ. So that doesn't. It's not the mark of the beast. I feel like people put too much. Um, I feel like people put too much of modern day stories and tales into the Bible. Mm-hmm. Of course, like they find. And it's like they they manipulate it and yeah. they try to make you scared. But that's the fear fact. They always done that. Yeah. They t- try to control you over fear. But in my mind, they're like, you would want that. I'm like, well, yeah, because every time I'm like, fuck, I don't have my phone on me or my wallet on me. So, so many it'd be people think cool to like, like the antichrist is like a being, but the antichrist is just anything that's not Christ. You know, hundred percent. Like a the antichrist of- isn't a per a person's not going to come down and be like, it's like it's so story. It's like. I think because the Bible tells so many stories that people take things literally when it's not like the It's parables. Right, yeah, it's not some, yeah. Also, here's another thing, right? The same person that's like, bro, you're going to let them put that chip in your hand, your right hand, the right hand that God gave you. And I'm like, dude, you watch porn twice a day. Do you know what you do with that right hand? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what, you, you, they get so fixated that, like, they're like, we can't. But it's like, bro, like, yeah. you use your phone to watch porn. That's why I don't, like, I don't touch people's phones. Because a lot of people use porn, like they use their phone. Once I found that out, because when I was watching porn, I used a lot. I was so uh, bougie with it, bro. Like out of a laptop, out of a candle, I had a nice blanket, and I would just be like, okay, cool, this is my. But they're using their phone. That's fucking gross, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's gross. I'm not touching anyone's phone anymore. I became I a Howie Mandel when it came to people's phones. I had a bad porn addiction when I was like 13, when I first found it. I had it from when I was like 13 to like when I was 16. But then August of God, like I got out of it and I haven't watched it since. But it's it, really bad for you, bro. It's it's it so me up. bad. Seeing that you. as a kid, like sure. it's like you, you it's like you talk to someone and it's just like it's like it's like it's weird. I can't even explain it. Like it's a horrible well, dude, just think about the culture. Like when people like 
there was a I made a joke at the sidemen. Remember when I was like underneath the thing? I'm like, Emily, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. You oh, know, like yeah, that yeah. thing. That's fucking rape, man. Like if somebody's yeah. stuck and you have sex, that's rape. that's not yeah. like that's not a cool thing. Before it was like stepmom, and now it's like mom. What the fuck is yeah. happening, bro? Sister. What is it gonna be next? Your daughter? Like now what? It's the island boys, like do you know what I'm saying? Like kissing it, each other. It's literally it, it just keeps getting more and more evil. But say all of say you're not into like the story thing because again like. I didn't have a favorite porn star. I would just go to the main page and click the most popular. I'm like, okay, let's watch this. I was very lazy with it. But the effects of it, it's like you're going to – this is why we live in a generation now where sex is more everything, but men are not having as much sex as they used to. I say, uh, I'd say if you look at people that are incels. What's that? Uh, incels are like people oh, that, incels. Like, that like hate women. Yeah. And like, uh, but they can't get any – and so, like, they, like, mm-hmm. demonize women and stuff. I feel like if you look at, like, 95% of them, they all watch porn. I feel like if they were to cut porn out of their day-to-day life, that could help them so much more. Because it's, like, when you look at porn, it's, like, that's not even a woman you're looking at. It's, mm-hmm. like, meat. So, it's, like, no wonder you look at women as meat because you're watching things that depict them as just mm-hmm. slabs of meat. So, no wonder you have these out views and looks on you know, yeah. is uh, like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I used to kind of be like, oh man, bro, girls be tripping saying that they have it hard and stuff. But it's like, I, I be seeing girls comments in their DMs and it's like, I really be like, it's bad. Like girls really do have it hard out here. And then it's like, a guy's just like, oh, how do you guys have it hard? You have the world and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, you don't see the other side that women are going through day to day life. It's very ignorant when any human being looks at another human being and goes, yeah, you don't know what problems are. Everybody has problems. Mm-hmm. Rich people have problems and poor people have problems. Everybody has problems. It's how you're dealing with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it's so dumb when you are like, women don't have a hard day. Have Bro, yes, they do. First of all, like... Also, you don't know. I think it's the people birth. you don't know. That's hard as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really ever know until you walk in somebody's shoes. Yeah. And I think that it's like men... You can explain to them how you feel or certain things that maybe women have to, you know, they go through or whatever that might be. But you'll never really know until you walk in a girl's shoes and see all her different phases in life and yeah. what that comes with. It's like, you know? a, like a woman can't really know, like, a man's day-to-day problems. Yeah. Exactly. This is the exact same way a woman, I mean, a man can't know a woman's day-to-day problems. Yeah. He, I, I think of it this way. There's going to be some men that have it way worse than women. And there's going to be some women that have it way worse than some men. Mm -hmm. It's, I truly think it's about your surrounding, your upbringing, how you're dealing with stress, what kind of stress you're dealing with. It's, it's very stupid to say that one, but also it's like, here's another thing. Like we're living in a time of like a new age where women are going out and and chasing their dreams and they're doing like work like 50, 60 years ago. That wasn't a thing. They were, they were the housewife. They were taking care of the kids. But like, say we put it back there. That's fucking crazy hard. Yeah. Raising kids is not a fucking pleasure. Yeah. That is so much worse than going to the job for eight hours. Their mm. hours do not change. It's 24 7. They're waking up. They're fucking breastfeeding. They're getting the diapers. They're doing it. The, and then the dad comes home, cracks open a beer, sets on the couch, and unwinds. They can unwind. They're on the clock. So even if you throw it back all the way back in the day when they didn't have jobs, mm-hmm. They had the most hardest job. That's why it breaks my heart when people are like, I want to be a woman that gets a job. And it's like, whoa, why are you degrading what your ancestors did, bro? Like your grandmother and her mother after that, they worked their asses off. And now you're degrading them? 
Now you're telling them that their job wasn't yeah. tough? I feel like a man's greatest job is being able to provide for his family. And I think a woman's greatest job is being able to take care of the family. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, like the guy wouldn't even be the money dude. He would come home and he would give his wife the paycheck. My brother does that. When my brother, he gets paid, he gives his uh, wife the paycheck and she, oh, the these, these are the bills that we need to pay yeah. for. Oh, we need to get these groceries. And then she like, she takes care of all that. Then whatever is left, it's like they decide together. Like, okay, we're going right. to do with the money with this, this, this. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we're just like going backwards where it's like, it's like, no, I work harder. No, I work harder. And it's just like, like, bro, we need each other. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not so-and-so works harder. It's just like, we both need each other to bring things to the table. Like how you were saying earlier, like you were literally down and out. And then she just prays for you and you got better. You know what I mean? Imagine you coming home and being like, oh, you, why are you not making me feel better? You know, it's like you wouldn't have had that blessing. Or she's like over me saying, where's this? Where's that? We need this. And now I'm even more stressed because I don't have a, a foundation. I have yeah. a, a very rocky yeah. relationship. Uh, another thing is, this is very chauvinistic to say this, but nothing is the hottest thing is when she cooks a meal. I swear to God. When you fi- like, bro, like, what the fuck? For somebody to say that's even stupid to think like that is they're dumb or they've never had somebody cook them a meal. When I see this girl come home from the grocery store and she's prepping a meal that she's making for me, it's like I want to go outside and fucking figure out something to do for her. Like, it is the most loving thing you could do is give them food that you cooked with your bare hands. She could easily kick back and know, like, hey, we got it. Post made us foods. I've never asked her once to make a meal. But when she serves me that hot meal, I'm like, bro, what the fuck else can I do for you? Like, what can I do for you? Because yeah. that is love. Like, you know who the last person that did it for me? My mother. My mother was the last person that made me a meal. So I don't know, man. I feel like we're looking at it from a wrong perspective. It's like, women, you have crazy jobs and a crazy responsibility. Don't belittle them. Taking care of the home is the most important thing. Even if I had the best job in the world and the most paying job in the world, what am I doing? I'm providing for my family. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, you're a team, it's teamwork. It's about, you know, supporting each other. It's about compromise and whatever works for like your situation. Obviously now it's kind of, you know, if the woman wants to work, if she has a passion, she's passionate about, and then that works for your circumstance. Like let's say both parents can work and you're able to have, you know, a healthy situation with your kids, then that's amazing. But then if you find like, Oh, you know what, for our circumstance, like I need, you know, the guy to work or whatever, and I need you to stay home with the family. I mean, exactly what you said, that's a full time job job and whatever is better for your family and your situation and your partnership you know See, I look at everything. They're, they're paving the future bro they're literally taking care and nurturing children that are going to go back into society and do something yeah mm-hmm. if they have no guardian or anybody to teach them and nourish them and teach them about life when they go out they're fucking menaces they're like terrible people out in society me <laughs> sleeping at WNBA games being misogynistic <laughs> don't be like me <laughs> no No that's yeah. funny though If you're funny You can get away with it So what, yeah. how do you guys feel about like Modern day Social media Like What How everybody is now You know I feel like It's been like I think it's been mostly like The last two three years But it's been real Like I, OnlyFans oh, kind of thing. Not that I'm just talking about Just like Putting everything out Like living a uh, an avatar life Like You have your internet persona And then you have your real life persona No it Like from the extreme, 
misogynistic to the extreme feminist. Like mm. there are like nah, so many extremes the, on both sides. It's it's so you're like it's noticing more. it now because you see it, but it's always been out there. Oh, it's always been out there. Yeah, always, of course. Dude, there's different types of communities and different people. Yeah. But now they get hyper extend and now it's this is what it is, bro. The reason why God says I judge your heart is because he's judging what you're doing with your opportunity. The reason why we have more crazy people now is because we have more opportunity now. That doesn't make them worse than the generation before. Yeah. The last generation didn't have that opportunity. If they did have that opportunity, they could have been worse than our generation. It's whatever your heart is telling you to do. If you have the opportunity to, I don't know, have sex with a girl who's stuck, are you going to do it? I don't know. You're fantasizing about it. Yeah. To me, when I watched that, I was like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. And I exit out of it. But there's some people, yeah, yeah, she's stuck. You know what I mean? It's like if the opportunity presents itself, what are you doing? Yeah. It's whatever your heart wants. So that's why he says, I judge your heart, not your actions, because your actions are limited to the, uh, the ability of what you could do. That's why a lot of rich people are pieces of shit. They have more opportunity to yeah. be a piece of shit. Mm. Mm. And they're desensitized a little bit, you know? Sorry, I had to drop those bombs on you, bro. Throwing bombs on me, bro. Hold <laughs> off Obama, man. Chill. Well, What's how up? do you feel about and it? In Iraq, in my home place. That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. That full circle, that full circle was garbage, dog. Dude, that was my people, dog. <laughs> That's so funny. My bad, what did you say? How do you feel about it, about the question you asked us, society and social media? Yeah, man, I just like, I feel like it's just like, I see hypocrisy on both sides. Like, I could easily see how you could pick a side but I also feel how stupid it is to not see how there's hypocrites on both sides. Yeah. I feel like they're like the same, but just like in their field, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I feel like it's not even about being neutral, but it's just like common sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are losing a lot of common sense. Yes. And it's just because someone may say maybe it's one thing that you don't fuck with at all. You're just going to go to the extreme yeah, of the extremists. left side, or you're going to go to the extreme of the right side, right. instead of just being rational about it in the middle. Totally. And I feel like, especially with today's politics and everything, I feel like well, I feel like what politics is doing today is they're just driving people to the extreme sides of both sides, instead of like, and then like the people that are in the middle that are just like rational about it, their vote doesn't even matter anymore because them trying to vote for someone that's at least rational. You know, it does. They don't even get. They might not even get a percentage on the poll. Yeah. Because they're like, it's like it's not making enough headlines. Because today, age, you have to make headlines. You have to be polarizing. Mm-hmm. Even today, it's on social media. Like Fousey, like when Fousey was doing his regular streaming, nobody cared. He was doing streaming for like twenty eight days. Nobody gave a fuck. He was doing great. But then once the um the incident at the airport happened, that's when the eyes came. And I think he saw that. So he just would, would ramp it up. Right. And it would just get more and more and more extreme. And then now, now he's in a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. It's like to like show out now and to be seen and to be heard, you have to... You can see it with Andrew Tate, too. For him to be heard, he had to like do the most extreme stuff. Now that he has his voice, he's chilled out. Right. He, he really says, is, yeah. He even says like he you was know. being uh, he was being like um, patronizing. Like he was he was very much poking at what hurts and like yeah. he was yeah he was he was he was playing a game. He he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he, he and he got the attention. Rods, he got the attention. It's like okay, this is how I really feel mm. in a more rational sense. Yeah, the the whole extreme thing that you were talking about. My the, my thoughts on this is like 
let's bring it back to the back, like back in the day with the Great Depression. We're kind of almost living in the same times. Yeah. People are hurting right now. And I think, I like to think of it as myself. Like when I'm doing well in life, it's easier to be a joyful person to be around. Yeah. But when you're scared or when you're frustrated or bro, like I wasn't pleasant to be around. I wasn't a horrible person. Don't get me wrong. But like, I wasn't pleasant to be around when I was sad because I was sad. I don't, I don't want to talk. I'm like miserable. L- little things would get underneath my skin. And as a country right now, majority of people are like tough. They're like, they're going through really hard struggles. So I think it's not the internet that's like making people go crazy. It's just the times that we're living in and they have the access to have a voice. But if times are like great and like people are like thriving and it's like the roaring twenties where people are like, Oh, my mortgage is easy. My job is great. I love it. People are going to be a little bit more positive in the comment sections and more, a little bit more nicer because they're happier. I think the reflection of the internet is reflecting what people are feeling. And doing. yeah, like uh, Obama, I mean, not Obama, uh, you love Obama, <laughs> the rock and, uh, Oprah, they were asking people to donate for Maui. That's wild. And that is you wild. see the comment section and you just see the frustration. It's like people are like like people are like telling them their pain. It's like, bro, I'm over here living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Missing out on my rent. And you're gonna ask me to help someone else. Like, yeah, I would love to, but it's like you're in a way better condition. You're in a way better place. Like, you're asking for $10 million. What the fuck is $10 million to Oprah? Yeah, why don't The Rock and Oprah both Especially put it after together? she just bought the... Yeah, the same day that the fires Is that true, happened. though, or is that a conspiracy? No, she, no, she bought property. Do you know that for a fact? I don't know if she bought it the same day, but she does have property. Anyway, like, she has, like, 600... Eight, she has a lot of property. The place that's that a burned? Fact. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because if it's people burnt. are saying she bought property from where it was burnt and stuff. Because it was like this law that if it's is broken by natural disaster, that they could go and, and purchase. I don't think that's the case. I think she just already had the land. I, I I understand both points of views. It's like we have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's like, hey, drink my tequila, watch my movies, do this, support me, support me, give me your money. And then when a natural disaster happens, he's like, you got it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I can understand their frustration there. But it's like, it's his, it's his own backyard, you know? Oh, yeah. It wait says, a second. He's, what the? He's from Hawaii. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. And he should be supporting his people. But wait, it says here that. That's fucked. That's, okay. Now I understand. How you gonna ask, you know, it's like, you know, if my mom was struggling and I had to be like, hey, guys, help me out when I'm in a position to help. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm really surprised that they would do that. Because that's going to make people rethink tone when, deaf. The, when the next movie comes yeah. out. It's tone deaf. Like, exactly. Because like, they, they, they just assume everybody's going to just hop on it. Now, I know that. But like now, like shit like that sticks with me. Influencers so like, think, like, we're, we're getting to the point where we expect people to idolize us. And I always tell my, like, especially on my stream, like, you, you saw the whole thing that happened with Kai. In New York, when all I said people. my my piece on that, like my whole thing was like, I like the kid. I really do like the kid. I yeah. fuck with the kid. I think he's talented. I have invited him on the show. Like I, I am a fan of him. But he has to take responsibility, bro. Like that wouldn't have happened if he didn't have everybody come there. Well, I'm not talking about it in that sense. I'm talking about it more of a sense like the reason all that happened is because they idolize him. Mm-hmm. Like that, I feel like that was idolization on display. Mm. You know. Yes and no. It's just kind of like if you if you watch somebody that you like fuck with, like you're like, oh, they're coming into town. I'm gonna go see them. Like if I was a kid and I, I'm watching Friends the TV show, and 
Matthew Perry is like, hey, I'm going to be in Arizona. Come see me. Fuck yeah, I'm going to be going. I yeah, want to go see, see them. them. But yeah. when you're destroying property, jumping on cars and stuff like that, that's what they were doing whenever they built the Golden Calf. You know, just destroying stuff. Anarchy. But he didn't ask them to do that. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he did. It would have been idolizing if he's like, "Go destroy the city," and they did it. You know what I'm saying? That's idolizing. They were. What happened is they took advantage of the fact that cops can't get there, so they were like, "Oh, we're gonna fuck shit up and have fun." It was a bunch of group of friends. Like, hey, you know, this is funny. Oh, this is probably gonna be live on a show because he's. Let's cause a scene and be a part of it. That's really where it was going. Yeah. I'm not mm. mad at him for having that to happen. I'm just saying, like you, 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 with more power comes more responsibility. And if Kai is a very fucking powerful human being, bro, a very po- he's more powerful than politicians. He has people looking at him every day, saying whatever you're going with, I'm going with. So yes, I take a little responsibility on the fact that like he didn't ask them to do that. But if you're gonna have people come. You have to know that, like, whatever happens there is because you invited them to come. It's like if I invited somebody to come into your house, like Davidge, right? He's coming with me. He's right here. Now, if Davidge out of nowhere came and just started smashing your TVs, regardless, it wasn't me that did that, but I brought him into your home. Yeah. But I still, I still think it's a form of idolization because I just, because I see how people, like, people, like, they'll come up to me and they'll be like, yo, Jadion, man, I idolize you, bro. Like, da da da. And I always thought, like, bro, idolize God. You know, if mm. these people had God first, you're not going to destroy yeah. property. You're not going to, yeah, you know. for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. yes, but also it's like, you got to remember they're kids, you know. They might love God, but they also, in the moment, they're trying to be cool with their friends. And, like, you got to remember, like, when we were younger, our, our, our viewpoints of really bad things weren't the same. You know what I mean? Like, we think it's like we're funny with our friends. Like, think about ding-dong ditching, right? It's a small little thing, but then it could grow to, like, laughs. Like, oh, let's kick his door open and run away. You're not, like, trying to rob him, but you're like, oh, this is really funny with my friends. Let me kick this dude's door open. Like, I never did that. Yeah, me neither. With my friends. <laughs> no, really? I don't know. I, I, get, I get what you mean by idol. I, I get what you're saying. But don't ever tell my audience not to idolize because we need that. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously... I'm just joking. But I think that's why, like, The Rock and Oprah thought they could get away with this because it's like yeah. we have so many people blindly following us and everything. And even even I have to, like, check myself sometimes. Yeah, humble like, yourself, yeah. Even, like, especially with the EDP stuff, it's like all the people like, oh, you're the gold, da 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 So when you, it's like, that's like a dopamine overload. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody like, like wants to be shitting on them, but imagine they're gassing you, bro. It's too much. That's, what, okay, if we're bringing this up. That this, scares me. This is why I don't get mad at, like, people that are in power and they're rich. It's not, it's truly not only their fault. Because if you only have yes men around you gassing you up on everything you're doing, yeah, 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 that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, keep feeding me. That's really, really cool, 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 keep feeding me. Mm. Like, those people now poison your mind into making your decisions, like, not the decisions you really would make. Because you're trying to please them, and they're trying to please you. But you know how you can get past that, though? It's just like, if you if you have, it's crazy how everything goes back to God, but it's if you keep God first, like, it's like a it's nullifying factor. It nullifies that. Mm-hmm. Like... When I read my Bible, it's such a humbling thing. Of course. Of like, because if you look at it, bro, the, the most tortured souls are the ones like, bro, you and me are going to have the hardest time to get to heaven. Because Jesus said it. He said. Um, it's easier for a rich man to go through. Uh, no, it's easier for a camel to go. Oh, I'm sorry. It says camel, but the Aramaic word is actually rope. Really? So, yes. So the rope that they used for to, to put the boat 
into you know the harbor where they they would yeah. tie the so they, he was actually referencing that rope. Really? So, yeah, I'm gonna send you the Bible verse in my Aramaic Bible. Translate it from Aramaic, and it says rope. So it's easier for rope to go through the thread of the needle. So think about it; it makes more sense. They use tiny thread to go through that for for the, to thread the needle. So he used rope as the reference. It's easier for this rope to go through the end of the needle, the, the hole of the needle, yeah. than for a rich man to go into heaven. Yeah. Because he's saying, you start becoming your own god, mm-hmm. and then once you become your own god, then you're gone. You and know, you there, idolize money. There was a Bible verse that scared me more than anything in the world, and it was. Um, Many will come. This is okay. So Jesus is now preaching as God. So a lot of people are like, whoa, this is crazy. This guy's talking like as if he holds authority. And he says, many will come to me in the day of judgment and says, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name? Have I not casted out demons in your name? And he says, be away from me. I never knew you. And that scared me, bro. And I was like, bro, if people are able to cast out demons. I might preach his name, but I ain't casting out demons. You know what I mean? Like, that's a crazy, like, casting out demons, doing all this. But they're not good enough? And that paralyzed me. And so, like, one day I'm sitting with this, um, I'm sitting and I'm watching some guy talk about it on TikTok. And I was about to skim through it because it really scares me. I don't like reading that. It, like, really freaked me out. And he said it like this. He goes, why did those people get casted away from God? He's like, because when they presented themselves in front of God, they said, look what I did. I did this. I did this, I did this. And he goes, the whole reference is, you're not good enough to go into heaven. It's sheerly off of the fact that God died for your sins, making him the only true reason on why you're going into heaven. And this, this became my favorite Bible verse because now I know my good works aren't what gets me into heaven, right? Truly, I could say to somebody, when somebody goes, you only do this to get into heaven, I would go, no, 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 my friend. Nothing I do on earth will ever be good enough for me to go into heaven. It is only because Christ died on the cross for my sins that gives me the privilege into walking into the kingdom. So my scariest Bible verse became my favorite Bible verse. And it goes back a lot to what you were saying earlier about how, like, you judge your heart. You know what I mean? The and reflections like, of your heart. And, like, I feel like that's, like, a perfect example. Like, yeah, these people did these things. You know what I'm saying? They did these things in the name of God, but, like, at the end of the day, it's what's in your heart. And, like... You know, it's not transactional. It's not like I did this, I did this, so I'm good. I get to pass or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. I'm just reminded of that. Also, uh, when I come on the microphone and I talk about Christ, sometimes I get uncomfortable because I, people think that I, I think I'm holier than thou. I, I want to make it very clear. I'm an evil, gross, like, I'm a hypocrite. I am so far away from the, like, true, real creator of love that... I'm only just speaking from my mistakes and what I've learned. So when you see me talking about God, know that I'm just an evil person trying to go on every single day being a better person than the day I was yesterday. Not because I'm able to do good works to get into heaven. It's just I'm so grateful that a God came down into human form that I want to be a better person so I could be like Christ. But that will never make me Christ. I'm never going to be at that level, ever. It's never going to be. It's not. It's impossible. Gideon is, is somebody I look up to in this space, but he's an evil dude. That, like, he is not a good dude. And if it was just him and his authority and his ruling, it, it, like you said in the beginning, he, 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 was, he stood long enough to show that he's the evil one. What is it? You, he stuck around enough to be um, the villain. Oh, uh, either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Exactly. And I just think 
that we're all villains, bro. Like we all, we all are corrupted. We all lust. We all cheat. We all lie. I don't cheat on you, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's <laughs> situations where it comes where you're just not a good person and it's really, you know, how you, you are who you hang out with. So invite God into everything you do. The um, penalty of, the penalty of sin is death. So it's like, we all have to die. It's like, cause we've all committed sin. Mm. So, but the thing about Christ is through him, you have everlasting life. So even though we're going to die here on earth, you know, we can come back. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about it is like, you know, God always keeps his promises because he did say, he said, the penalty of sin is death. So we're all going to die because we've all committed sin. Yeah. But with Christ coming back to life, it's like a whole nother option where we can have everlasting life if we accept him and follow his way. And um, I think that's the... Uh, that's just the best part about it is like even though we failed it's like we get a second chance again mm-hmm. like how he rose again yeah. yeah amen uh do you know who um cliff is from give me an answer cliff cliff he stewart. like he he's he's cliff stewart yeah basically mm-hmm. he wait stewart is his son oh i'm so sorry so cliff and stewart yeah cliff so and stewart. basically they go to like colleges and then they're like debate Oh and yeah, like a healthy way. They like. I thought he's like the older dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was him on TikTok. Yeah. So I have him on my. I had him on my podcast. Oh, that's and I, awesome. And I'm like, I'm like storing it because like every day it was like I got a new guest. I'm like, oh well, he's gonna bring in a lot more views. Like like uh, um, Patrick David. I grew like twenty thousand followers from that video, and now in my mind I'm like, oh, okay, let me save it for this so I could grow more, and then I could release that episode because I know, bro, it's three hours of us just talking about the most beautiful conversation about God. And I'll ask him questions like, why is it that this person is going to go to hell, but this person won't go? All the questions that a Christian like, like stays away from, I prepare for that podcast. Hey, you shouldn't hold that, bro. You should, you should just release it right now. I'm going to release. I have a set day for it now. So now I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not holding it anymore. But like, I was just so excited because like, it's, it's my favorite podcast I've ever done in my life. Because yeah. I'm just sitting there like a, like a student looking at a master just like explain things that I could never explain. Yeah. And it, it, bro, it was, it's, be excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you like listening to about like me talk about God or like or anybody talking about God, like to listen to this man speak. It was so cool. And now I like, I have on my like speed dial. So like I literally just like, hey man, what does this verse mean? And it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, is this is an Aramaic, but in, in Hebrew it says like this. Like, what's the correlation here? Like, yeah. And he's just like, great question, George. <laughs> I mean, bro, you, you told sweating? us not to bring those up, but like, why are you wearing those, bro? You it's look like even, a Monopoly piece. <laughs> like that they're sweating is just like, it's like, it's such an awkward end because like my foot's like pointed up. So it's like pushing you, you down. Can take oh, them yeah, off. Like you want me to take them off for you? Yeah. Could you? It's gonna be a workout. Nah, your back is sweaty, bro. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you got no type of traction. No traction. Babe, come grab you. Yeah, do the angle. Yeah, do the angle. Come grab you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You got it. There's you no got shot. it. <laughs> what the? <laughs> bro, hey. You gotta get it. Don't twist his ankle. Bro, you put him in you the, gotta twist it up. You, yeah. He's putting me in the curt angle ankle. Oh my lock. god, Georgie, Georgie. Nah, it's like. Here, I got it. Imagine, like, coming home Ooh. on a date and then this is a show. Charlie horse. Ooh, you get Charlie or you need bananas, bro. I need bananas. <laughs> hey, yo, pause. <laughs> Danero, help me out. Come help, Danero. Come here. I was gonna go in there. 
You know what I'm saying? Who's more of a Daenerys? These shoes. Huh? Got that dog in These shoes. Who's more Daenerys? It's good. It's really good. You. You. Huh? <laughs> Are you hitting the Robert De Niro? What the fuck do you think I've been doing here for like 10 minutes? <laughs> You're not yeah. listening to me. No, I'm struggling what? with this. What? Okay, you're a good boy. Oh, this? No. Oh. Bro, I couldn't get the other foot out. I don't know how. Okay, let me try that. Okay, you do your toe thing, and I'll do the, the this thing. Oh, that's perfect. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not keep, keep, yeah, keep on doing that. Just don't fly back into the cameras. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh. Uh. Okay. Woo. I was in a little silly, goofy mood before the... <laughs> for the recording, so I was like, oh, I'm going to wear the boots. Oh, so We're at like 2.45. I think we, we did pretty good, bro. Really? This, I, you know what I yeah. love is like, I love when I get sit with somebody and we could get open and like real. And yeah. it's sometimes I have a guest where they're just like, they divert and they won't open up. And I'm like, well, this is a fucking waste of time. We're just sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate you guys opening just up. just doing chit chat. Yeah. No, been, yeah. Bro, I appreciate you coming out here, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, this is it, awesome. Bro. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Yo, Georgies, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Georgie's. <laughs> I don't want to reach before. So hey, hey, I wish you guys nothing but the best Thank you. future Thank success. You. And I can't wait to see what the George Jenko show goes from here. Thank you. I we can't wait to see it. what you, you do. This was a great episode, bro. This was a great episode. Thank you so much. Like and subscribe. You guys, listen, I told him a few people that I'm having on the podcast. Like, just big people. Big, big, big. I mean, like, you are huge. So, like, just evidence in the pudding. I don't even know if that's a thing. But, like, the evidence in the pudding. You guys thought I was out, but God had different plans. I'll see you guys God later. God did! <laughs>